0: This week on the Steam Machine Podcast.
1: My name's Daphne. This is the Steam Eables.
0: Cue the music! And welcome back to another episode of the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton, and joining me as always, the Destructo Bros. Hey
1: everybody, it's Nate. What's up? It's Willie. Happy 2024.
0: Hell yeah. Is this our first episode of this year? It is.
1: It, it must be, because Duke was the last episode of last year.
0: Oh yeah. Alright. Well then, yeah man, we are, we are back kicking off the year as we typically do with... The Steamy Awards. And, uh, man, I'm hyped. I've been looking forward to this for two fucking weeks. It's my favorite episode of the year. (laughs) It's so fun. And you guys are going to get to deal with my really bright face because Notepad is just overwhelmingly (laughs) bright on this side screen. But that doesn't affect the actual audio, so it's all good. Uh, But before we get into any of that, boys,
1: how you you doing?
0: How you doing? Willie, how you doing?
1: Man, I've been... Kind of oversleeping a little bit. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been rough. I'm just having that whole winter thing going on. I haven't quite dug out of the last winter bit of depression before getting into a new one. So, you know, I had like an injury and I was laid up with that, and then we had fun for Christmas and I just started falling apart again. But just you know, keep on kicking.
0: I know that feeling, homie. I know that feeling. What I got a,
1: mean? I got an albatross in NES Open oh. golf for the first time ever yesterday.
0: That's sick, <laughs> dude. I'm impressed by that because those old golf Mm -hmm. games fucking hard, man.
1: Yeah, in that particular one. It was on the I think it was just the very second hole of the game and you have to hit like a perfect Full speed driver drive to get it most of the way there. And I just got really lucky with the backspin, putting the ball like right over the point and then it rolled a little bit backwards into the hole. <laughs> and I screamed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, I love those NES golf games. They are hard as hell, but like they make sense and they're fun.
1: Let's On see. Retro Achievements, that hole is difficult enough that there's an achievement just for getting on the green in two shots. So the fact that I got my uh, albatross on that one makes me feel real good. That's awesome.
0: So, random, but my first experience with golf games was one came with my PlayStation Mm. and it was a Tiger Woods PGA 97 or something like that, right? And that game made me hate golf games because (laughs) it wasn't intuitive, it was hard, it was for adults, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I did not fuck with a golf game for a long time till me and my dad have the PlayStation 2, and I rent a game, and he's like, you know, I'm going to rent a game, too. He rented Hot Shots Golf.
1: Hmm.
0: And
1: You've been playing the Everybody's Golf series since then. I know yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: was, that was like... Okay, this is what golf games should be to me. Like, <laughs> it does not take itself too seriously. The character Mel is absolutely hilarious, and when he would just randomly yell "cream cheese," <laughs> fantastic, right? It was just—it was so ridiculous and random. Then we get it on PS3, and one of the special characters you can play with is fucking Kratos, and his <laughs> golf clubs are That's attached awesome. to his arms with chains. Like, it's, <laughs>
3: freaking, it's so that cool. Rules.
0: Yeah, it was great, dude. And then the, my dad really got into everybody's golf on PS4. Like to the point that he joined a little club and he would get online and I showed him how to use a keyboard and get on voice chat and he would play golf with these people from around the world. It was fucking it was incredible to see. You know That's what I mean? Awesome. I'm like, Real
1: gamer shit.
0: Yeah. I was like, and all that time that you used to tell me I was wasting time playing Final Fantasy XI, here you are doing the golf
2: equivalent, sir. How many times did you hear him call his friends on the internet racial slurs? (laughs) Never, actually.
0: (laughs) I will say that community from everything that I would see, like in the chats and stuff with other people, that community was relatively tame. Um, You could crouch and stand up really quickly and it would make a squeaky noise and people would do that over and over and over. (laughs) Nice. But my dad and his friends were very much into figuring out glitches on how to get to outside parts of the map and things like that. It was... I used to enjoy listening to his stories. He would be so happy talking to me about it. You know what I mean? And it was kind of a bummer when, like, everybody quit playing because they were shutting the servers down. Yeah. I, was like, I wonder oh. if that's
1: kind of a universal thing because I watched a Monster Factory video where they did one of the Everybody's golf games, and Griffin just kept wanting to shoot the ball off of the course, see if he could get it into another hole, see if he could, like, in the walk-around sections, like, go places he's not supposed to go. Like, he spent more time doing that than actually trying to golf.
0: And... Or of I, course
1: trying to just kill spectators.
0: I remember him asking me to show him how to buy DLC because in order to get to some of these places that he needed to go, he needed this specific mount or mm. cart that they sold. And I go on there and I'm like, what it's a fucking chocobo. He, <laughs> a, he needed a chocobo because they could glide. And that's awesome. I was like, Yeah, dude, 499, absolutely. You get that. Fuck yeah. I was like, that's, that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's just golf games. Made me think golf of golf games. You know, childhood shit.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, yeah. The, me and Nate had a childhood golf game too, because. Our grandpa ended up playing a lot of this game called uh, Bandai Golf Challenge Pebble Beach with us. It was, like, pretty much the only Nintendo game he played because he was a pretty big-time golfer, and Pebble Beach is, like, a really renowned course, and the game was, like, a recreation of that course. So we ended up having a lot of fun playing that. It only has the one course on it, but the music still gets stuck in my head to this day.
0: I just had an idea. Hmm. And then we can move on from golf if you would like, but... <laughs> you know, WWE does really weird spin off games sometimes, like Crush Hour...
1: I think I see where you're going with this, and I'm very on board,
0: dude. Take like a a golf game that doesn't take itself seriously, like everybody's golf. Make it with wrestlers, so you can go out there and you know, like the guys that are the top of the tournament are like Roman Reigns is the head of the table, or, you know, whatever. And then you got like The Rock, and but to Undertaker, I feel like the winning think, play
1: there would be to stack it with legends too, like a yeah. half legend cast.
0: Oh yeah, Andre Hogan. Yeah, I wanted to bring in like people that don't watch
1: wrestling anymore, casual fans, because they would be interested in trying that.
0: You get a perfect hit with Randy Savage. He Just goes, "Oh Oh, yeah!" yeah. When he gets a hole in one, he just like puts his sunglasses on. The cream always
1: rises to the top. Yeah,
0: dude. See, trademarks, theme machine, podcast, WWE. (laughs) Get at me
1: we just trademarked the concept of golf get over it yeah
0: Go- golf with wrestlers that we don't contract but fuck it
1: <laughs> golf with Hey, your they're wrestlers. independent contractors <laughs> golf with your wrestlers
0: slam- yeah slam uh no i guess slam city golf would that wouldn't get it credit. i don't know they'd have to wwe brand it somehow maybe, maybe just golf with your wrestlers would be fine Or, excuse me, golf with your superstars.
1: They would probably just call it Superstar Golf, yeah. WWE Superstar Golf.
0: And then Mario would be like,
1: what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: What about about your name? What you been up to, bud?
2: Yeah, man, it's been a good start to the year. Started a new job. So far, so good. Like I've said a few times, I don't want to start saying how much I like a job before I've been there for a long time. But everything's going super well so far, and I'm very happy. Um got a few things planned for this month going to new york this weekend to go see a play on broadway and then um at the beginning of next month my company is taking me to disney world so i'll be in your neck of the woods dalton yeah (laughs) so i got a lot going on next few weeks and i'm excited about it um
1: I like to say it's a play on Broadway like it's not one of like the most popular musicals in the last like 20 years yeah Book so the,
2: the thing about it is we're gonna go see um uh, Sweeney Todd on Broadway oh hell yeah and the lead actor is Josh Groban, which is Kayla's main man I'm the side piece that's her main man so it's a really excited time to go see that and it's a second to last show doing it so it's like now or never, we gotta go. So, we're going to New York City in freaking January. <laughs> looks like,
1: it looks like he's gonna get there right before the polar vortex gets all fucky. So, yeah,
2: so think he's crossed everything goes good and we don't get sucked out of a hole in the side of an airplane. Have you been to New York City? <sighs> I've never been, no. Oh, wow. Oh, dude. Okay, so I don't really have time to do anything while I'm there because well, it is be, just a in one near broadway. day. Trip. Yeah. Right. So that general area,
0: I think, is near Times Square. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to go to Times Square. All I want to convey to you is, it blew my mind how bright it was there at night. Yeah.
2: I'm, like, I'm sure I'll see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It. It just. You're gonna walk outside and be like, Oh, it's fucking. It's 11:30. We're getting out of the show. It looks like 6 p.m. out here because <laughs> of how all many how many fucking lights there are. Yeah. Like so- C- Cam Roadshow. And <laughs> got shit on downtown New York.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm sure I will have a lot to say on that matter on the next episode.
1: I'm excited. I actually didn't realize you'd never been to New York because out of the three no. of us, you're the biggest traveler. I think. Uh, I Dalton's,
2: Dal- Dalton's our New
0: York boy.
1: <laughs> Dalton has been my, to New York. Though.
0: My only other recommend is if you can at some point between traveling to and from where you're going, sneak a slice of pie in there. I That's what I'm to,
3: asking I do want to do too.
0: To, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: I Get it to a cheese
0: slaw, pepperoni, whatever you, whatever you like.
2: But, you know, depending on this this trip goes, I could see us doing that more often just to kind of go see actual Broadway plays on Broadway because, you know, theater is one of Kayla's favorite things. So if we can make that a more regular part of our lives, it'd be great. Because like we've been, we went to um, Boston last year, well, I guess the year before last because it was like in December of 2022 to see six on at their um, theater in Boston. And we went to Cincinnati to see, what did we see in Cincinnati? Oh, what did we see there? Hamilton? Uh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, yeah, Moulin Rouge. And thank you. I'm surprised you've remembered that. So, I pay
3: attention to <laughs> you. You do, you
2: do. So, like, going to see more plays and stuff is definitely kind of a, something we want to do more in this year. So, you know, I'm making money again, so we have the means to do it. So let's do it while we can, baby.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a good Tableau Data boy again.
2: <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> but what about you, Dalton? What have you been up to, brother? How you I don't know I've been up to, brother?
0: <laughs> um, man, I've been working my ass off. Yeah, it, uh, I'm still not used to waking up early. Uh, and what's weird is when I have to be at work at six a.m., way easier than having to be there at five a.m. I believe that. I I don't know what that difference of the hour, but like it makes a fucking
2: difference.
1: <laughs> I know when I was in college, the difference between an eight a.m. class and a nine a.m. class was incredibly huge. Yeah.
2: Like, and I'm sitting here trying to get readjusted to getting up and being at this same desk that I'm sitting at right now by 8 a.m. every morning. <laughs> I, I learned that they're not sticklers for me
0: being there at exactly 5. So so if I got to be there at 5 a.m., I wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah. And I get up and I, like, quickly roll me a little pinner, smoke that, go do my business, make my sandwich for the day for lunch or whatever. If I'm not going to go have water burger because we're talking about water burger in chat, and, <laughs> not uh, and then I go and I leave probably in my house. I probably leave my house at four forty-five, nice like four forty, and depending on when I well, when I have to get there at five, I have to be at Walmart. When I have to go to Publix, it's six. But like when I have to go to the WalMarts, um, I typically get there at like five fifteen, five twenty, yeah, and it's like. I still end up working for nine hours, so they don't really say anything to me because they know <laughs> I have a long-ass drive. It's like if I lived five minutes away from Walmart and I was getting there at 520, I even I would be like, come on, bro. Yeah. And, but that long-ass drive, dude, if I get stuck behind somebody who's doing under the speed limit, I just chalk it up to, eh, what the fuck ever,
2: I'm not going to yeah. go around you to get to work faster. Oh, speaking of Publix, by the way, apparently they just opened one up in Louisville, so Willie, you've got a Publix nice. now.
1: <laughs> oh, looking forward to that. I can't believe yeah, they getting... moved
2: that far up north, man.
1: Yeah, it's we're getting some places that we didn't used to have before. We're getting a Wawa. Oh, you're getting here, a Wawa. Yeah, All right.
2: I went really high pitched when I said that the Bucky's that was supposed to come here pulled their contract, so we're not getting a Bucky's now.
1: Oh, I need to check. There was going to be a Bucky's here too. I need to look into that.
2: The weird thing. Okay, so this is a complete side tangent. So. The place Bucky's bought in Clarksville, they were going to turn into a Bucky's, was originally like a bar with a lot of like parking and land around it. So they were just buying that whole lot and things from them. They pulled out of the deal. Right the next week, a tornado comes through Holy and shit. destroys the bar, everything that was there. It was just like, did Bucky's cause this tornado?
1: That horrible right. beaver knew it was coming. He sent their <laughs> wrath upon him.
2: I bet
0: he's related to Winona. Winona.
1: <laughs> it's a Primus joke. We like it.
0: <laughs> dude, oh, yeah. you know,
1: I'm glad I know like three things about Primus and that's one of them.
0: <laughs> so I didn't never know that like Primus's whole thing was Primus sucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember talking about how much I liked Primus to this one dude. And he just goes, Primus sucks. And I was like,
3: what? Dude, Les
0: Claypool's so good. What are you talking? And he was like, no, 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 no. bro." And then he had to explain that to me. And I was like, (laughs) oh, okay. I was like, because I was just taken aback by uh, the Les Claypool hate. I'm like, I've never heard anybody say he sucks ever.
1: Right. Meanwhile, when we say
2: Lars Ulrich sucks, we
0: mean it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And when I say Metallica sucks, I mean it with both love and hate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just really felt like. If I just made my drums sound like a trash can lid, that it would be, like, super experimental and cool, you know what I mean? And James didn't like it, and I told him,
1: fuck you, James! I haven't seen some kind of monster, and I'm almost kind of glad for it, because I understand it makes it really hard to take them seriously, like, as artists and people and hard rockers.
0: <laughs> I... I still laugh every time I watch Botchamania and they go to do a table spot. I oh. inevitably hear James Hetfield. I
1: am the table. <laughs> oh,
0: good shit, man. That's a classic. Uh,
1: They've been doing that one since the very early days.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as far as the other things I've been up to other than work, uh, I accidentally rolled credits on Mountain Blade Bannerlord. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's a lot um, of game. Good work. So...
1: Did you mount all the blades?
0: so i was playing through with cheats right just fooling around with it and now i actually want to do a a legitimate game in it now that i know the ins and outs of it um but i'm sitting there and i'm playing through what i assumed was the storyline and i get to a certain point and i guess because i was using cheats it was way easier than it was supposed to be because then all of a sudden i just realized i'm at war with everyone (laughs) so i just start going into battles Having a good old time. You guys saw some of the pictures of the remnants. Although yeah. one one homeboy that ate all those spears was before I got the trainer working for it because it was <laughs> after an update. So I think that was just a glitch after the update. But, but that was hilarious. Like, and I didn't look about like he was half
1: porcupine. <laughs> yeah,
0: this guy, listeners, had probably. 50 arrows and like 20 spears sticking out of him. He looked ridiculous. Uh but he survived. Um But yeah, so I ended up uh capturing I guess uh, some really high up leaders for every single fucking like to the point that I had like 60 prisoners and they were all named NPCs.
3: Ah. Nice. And
0: all of a sudden the game was like, "Hey, You no longer have any warring factions against you. You control it all. You have united the Empire. Congratulations. You won Bannerlord. You are the Bannerlord. You
1: are the Bannerlord. Oh, that
0: actually is what it says. Nice. Yeah. It's like, oh, and then game rolled credits, and it came back. I can't believe there was such a
1: huge spoiler in the title. (laughs) And I was like, well,
0: well, damn. (laughs) So I had a good time, but I rolled credits on that, so that pulled me at minus one in the uh, golf that's going on in the Discord. So you're
1: just, counting beating the whole game through with cheats on? As I, I would on count
0: it for through. that game. You know God what? Yeah, that I is that's valid. <laughs> actually. Uh, and then I rolled. I wouldn't credit. count
1: IDDQDing your way through Doom as counting, but I would count that. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Bannerlord. I just wanted to experience that game. Yeah. I didn't really. Sure. I wasn't worried about the skill in it. I'm I, especially because it starts getting really into tactical stuff, and
2: yeah. I liked going in and swinging my sword and making people go shloop with the dismemberment <laughs> mod nice Um, oh that's nice speaking speaking of the backlog golf that was a really cool thing that i think adam was adam the one that kind of brought that one to us i think this is a really cool game Willie, you should probably get on it too if you want to i I need
1: to look into it and check out some of the rules so like right now i'm
2: plus one on it because i decided to buy assassin's creed um i'm enjoying that i've played about i've only played it for two hours because like honestly i've not been playing video games very much since i started my job But, like, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I can see where this is going to go to become, like, a really cool, fun series the the deeper you get into it. Like, because, like you said, Dalton, this is kind of more like a, um... Word? Proof of concept. Proof of concept for the series. And I can see what you mean when you say that, but, like, I think the gameplay... Like, the thing that amazes me about the Assassin's Creed game, it came out two years earlier than, but plays and looks 30 times better than Yakuza 3. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: I... I wonder if, in part, if that's because it was developed by Ubisoft, which they had more money. That's possibility. And, you know what I mean? Things like that, as opposed to RGG Studio back then.
1: Um, yeah, they were not a Sega franchise, or yeah, flagship franchise. That's a really yeah.
0: good point. But, at the same time... Uh, I can even think about it in my memory and remember that Assassin's Creed looked and played smoother than Yakuza Three did, Dude, and that was a remaster of it. I would,
2: I'm really—it's like, not perfect by any means, but I'm really surprised at how well it plays. Like, it is feels so good, like running up a wall and getting on top of the building in this town. It just feels oh, the, really good. The parkour definitely yeah. gets better too. I'm excited only for that. Yeah, because that's like honestly my favorite part about it, because it reminds me of just like being able to run up the side of the wall as like. Um, What's his name? Ra- Ra- Raiden from Metal Gear Revengeance. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, that's awesome. Anyway, I'm I sorry I you took away from the other. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine, man.
1: No, I think bringing it the backlog of golf was a cool idea. So if no one, if we didn't give the exact idea of it, because I started looking at the channel to make sure you were right about being Adam, and I missed that you were talking about Assassin's Creed for a minute. But so the concept of the game, the backlog of golf game, is just anytime you buy a game this year, you gain a stroke, and anytime you finish a game from that you own you lose one i don't know the exact rules like if uh, there are some weird rules about bundles dlcs and i'll have to ask about emulators because i'm like two levels away from beating an emulated game for
2: instance <laughs> i also wonder what like um gifts do does that count as a stroke like if i gave bought dalton i think gay... he
1: specifically said that gifts don't count. okay like if someone buys you the game it doesn't i couldn't you. remember
2: see i don't know all the rules but i'm playing <laughs> 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 yeah and i and i don't not i do not intend to win this i fully no, it, i fully anticipate that i'm going to end up with a plus double digit score by the end of the year
1: yeah I'm, my biggest expectation is for you to absolutely get sunk by the summer sale yeah i think that's gonna to happen to <laughs> a lot of people and you're going to be one of them that's yeah uh,
0: yeah i did not expect myself to be at negative two already right that is crazy um but i did roll credits on the first Nexamon as well i
1: I did i saw that i
2: I know you've been looking forward to playing that so i'm glad you kind of just made that time for yourself to go through it
0: yeah yeah and i like when i picked back save back up i was 13 hours into it um i rolled credits on it let me see what i'm at now my eyes will focus there we go
1: so next one's like a pretty straightforward Pokemon clone, but with like more of a sense of humor to it, right? Oh, it's
0: fucking so funny! Oh my yeah. god, that game. There were multiple times that I laughed out loud sitting here by myself.
1: Yeah. You sent us some pretty, pretty funny screenshots, yeah. so and I awesome. made
2: an emote for the Discord based on one of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you yeah, did. I really Atlas. like it.
1: So you you did a really good Atlas of I like that one a lot. Yeah. It's a Atlas good face. Is awesome. I love also, that character Nate, so much. this is such a goofy thing, but it kind of also reminds me of Seven, the new character from Brawlhalla. Oh, yeah, it does. Because it's a similar kind of TV face.
0: Yeah. I see that. But, uh, so, not to spoil the first Nexamon game for anybody, um, if you don't want to hear about it, not that it's story spoilers or anything, but I rolled credits on it, and then it's like, you defeated the next Lord, and everything went back to normal, and everything's fine. Or is it? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm thinking, okay, they're teasing for Nexamon Extinction, which is the next game in the se- No, you can load back your save and somebody comes up to you and they're like, hey, you're the next lord now. Now you basically have to go to hell and beat the next lord again down there.
1: <laughs> oh, so there's like a second quest?
0: Uh, so there's a whole, so you go down there and there's this like wavy bar of light that you can't pass through until you rebirth all your Nexamon, which puts them all back at level five.
1: Oh, so but it's a they, new game plus.
0: So they level back up quicker and they get stronger, but you got to start back over at level five. That's cool. I like, I like that. Fuck that. All right. Let's do it. So when you do that, it automatically gave me achievement for getting one of my Nexomon to level 99. So I was like, hey, free Chico <laughs> that I didn't have to get. I'll take it. Nice. So now I'm at that. But I'm like, you know what, though? I rolled credits on it. So I'm still counting. The minus, the minus
2: one. Yeah, I well, saw yeah. Credits I think credits, board. credits are what matters. Yeah. Credits,
1: it, unless it's like a trick or a goof, like getting ending H in uh, near Automata, for instance, <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is. W, whichever one I got.
0: The one where you eat the fish. No. no, the one
1: where you just fail the first mission.
0: Oh, I know. There's an ending to that game too, where you eat the fish. And she's like, this is delicious, but my insides just turned to jelly because I'm a robot and can't process this. And- <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Such
0: a good game.
1: <coughs> but uh, We will ta-
0: mention that game more during yeah, this episode. Yeah, I have a feeling
1: that one's going to come up a few times.
0: So I I, I am uh, keen to play Nexamon Extinction soon because that's just like a bigger, better version of the first game. Yeah. Um, I'm not too worried about
2: not playing the first one. I will dive into the second one if you want to play that this year. No, yeah.
0: The the, the first one is not necessary. Like, I could tell that the first one was designed mainly for mobile devices. And it didn't take away anything from the game, which tells you that, like, it was one of those mobile device games that, like, was probably worth your money. Yeah. That wasn't a freemium. It's a, I guess it would be a, yeah. pre- a premium It's an actual game. game. Yeah. A proper game. game.
1: <laughs> like they used to make for mobile devices.
0: <laughs> Back in the day when kids played with Play-Doh. <laughs> um, but yeah, because uh, it, it doesn't have the catch mechanic that Extinction does, which is when in Extinction you throw your Nexa Trap and then you got to put in a quick little key combo on your buttons to help with uh, capture. That's cool.
1: So kind of like halfway between a quick time event and the little superstition we all had in Pokemon where hold up in A or up in yeah. B or whatever your regional version was.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Actually, is a little amalgamation of those two. But yeah, and I've played a little bit of Extinction, enough to know that it is also fucking hilarious. Nice. great. So I'm looking forward to that as well. And then for anybody, because oh. we had this conversation the other night on chat, uh, check out Nexomon 3. Go wishlist it on Steam. Uh, it is 3d they're gonna make it 3d it looks fucking incredible from screenshots i'm like dude hell yeah because they're making this for pc it's like oh this is what pokemon could look like okay
1: if they weren't targeting the switch and desperate to get one out every year
2: Uh, i can just imagine like how much like scarlet and violet look pretty good and they're pretty good games but they have so many issues running i just imagine playing that on a pc and how much better that would be
0: yeah, like, I've thought about trying Scarlet and Violet on one of the emulators, because you can do upscaling yeah. and things like that, and it would at least be able to see it at 60 frames, because it's like, uh, I haven't tried Tears of the Kingdom, but I know Breath of the Wild, you can get it running at, you know, two, I run 2K, because that's what my monitor is, but 2K, 60 frames, it is like a whole other game, it's it's wild until you, it, like, and Breath of the Wild by itself was a, fan, a phenomenal, fantastic game. yeah. But to see it run at those speeds and stuff, it's almost like, oh, okay. This is almost like a remaster, in a sense. This is what it would be like, and it's just super cool. Yeah. I feel
1: like all those NES ga- or NES, sorry. All those Nintendo uh, systems, like, they when their emulators get good and you can upscale and stuff on them, they look incredible. Like, they outpace the... Uh, even the games weren't made for HD. Like, I, I streamed Wii Punch out the other day, and I thought that game looked really good playing in, like, 720p. Oh, it looked yeah, amazing, and it, dude. And it wasn't built for that. It Like, they could have had so many shortcuts and cheats that they took, but instead it was a beautiful-looking game.
0: And and two, uh, even even with Dolphin Emulator, which I'm, I'm assuming is what you are using for even with uh, the GameCube games and stuff, if it's available on GameCube, I will emulate Ooh. it through that other than over PS2 or Xbox, because the... GameCube emulator is just so much better.
2: Hmm.
1: It, it just less you don't have to fidget with it as much as I remember you had to fidget with PS2 emulators. Yeah. I felt like you had to be so specific with what plugins to use and all that. At least that's, that's my memory of PSX2X or whatever back in like 2012.
0: And and the most interesting thing to me is that the GameCube is the easiest to emulate. Not that, I mean, hardware-wise, that's understandable. But, like, the way Nintendo is about their hardware and, like, their games and how they're, like, so anti-piracy and all that type of stuff, it's just funny to me that, like, the Xbox, which is Microsoft...
1: The one with the most similar architecture to just a regular PC running a, the will same company.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it is so... Like, they've gotten better with it over the years, but the fact that it's still not up to par to this day is fucking wild to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because PS2 emulation, in my emulation lifetime i'll call it has gotten loads better loads better xbox has not gotten <laughs> all i mean it's gotten better but not loads That's, i don't
1: know the history of emulation is so funny though because like i remember having issues with like just super nintendo games back in the day because emulators weren't good enough to handle like transparency effects right and oh, yeah. so i couldn't get through the mist cave in final fantasy 4 for instance <clears throat> I, like, I, there was a girl in my middle school I kept asking her how do you get through this part of Final Fantasy 4 she's like you can just see through the mist I'm like but I can't <laughs>
0: oh man and now you can just like run RetroArch on your phone and <laughs> play any of those games flawlessly it's just insane dude yeah dude uh, but yeah I didn't I didn't mean to, to steer the conversation off that hard but no yeah, that was that fun was, uh, it was a good yeah, it was combo a good little chat. definitely looking forward you to getting the next
1: one. hell yeah you think it's game uh, uh, awards time then or you got another thing um, I feel like we went all over the place with that because you brought up a very Nintendo adjacent game, which ended up resulting in a fun balance of conversations. Uh,
0: I will, I will say, and this is the last thing I've got. Is uh, yesterday I was able to give uh, Brandy and Daphne their Christmas presents. Oh, nice! Okay. And Daphne was very excited about uh, Sonic and the the pet game. Nickelodeon racer she pulled it out and she was like oh that's cool and Brandy was like ooh and grabbed it and she was super stoked about that
2: one. Nice. So I was like okay that works. See you're uh, already indoctrinating a, son- a new Sonic fan and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> get, and Sonic made that's th- the one to start with. Yeah.
1: Get them before they're too young to realize Sonic games are garbage. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Now they're good again so...
0: Then I gave, uh, gave Brandy Mortal Kombat 11 and um, Far Cry 6. Sweet. And she, was, she okay. was super high. She's like, ooh, I've been reading about this game. I'm talking about Far Cry yeah, 6. Yeah, that's she's some like,
1: game-ass oh, games.
0: Sorry. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, she's i I'll give her credit, dude. Like, she's a gamer.
1: That's a, that's some gamer shit.
0: Like, the day that I had to go over there and record Yab's Pod, she just, like, sat down crisscross in front of me and was playing Assassin's Creed. Nice. Sick. <laughs> and I was like, hey, see, you're not just playing Call of Duty anymore. I'm proud of you. You've... <laughs> but I I will, I, I, I say that in my pick on her about Call of Duty, but like I do vividly remember her back in the day, like playing through some Final Fantasies and things like that too. Like I give her credit where credit's due. She ain't a fake gamer. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. Okay. So uh, we got a bunch of categories, got a bunch of categories, but I think gentlemen that we should start off with our number three for our top of the year um, and then start rolling through categories as we see fit.
1: Sounds like a plan. Okay, So I'll just keep deleting them off my text file as we address them.
0: So who
2: would like to go first? Yeah, sure. So for me, for number three of the year, this game I did not expect to like anywhere near as much as I did, let alone have it be the game other than like Brawlhalla that I spent the most hours playing out of any game this year, um, period, like for the show or not. Um it was a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed playing this with the boys and by myself. And I did roll credits on it and kept playing afterwards because you can do that in No Man's Sky. Fantastic game. I really loved it. That is my number three. All right. I, I can't, I just I can't had, argue with that.
1: I just had the cold chill that the last all of today, I forgot that No Man's Sky was a game we played this year, so I mean, I did, the words I filled out today. I
2: did too, until I went through the episodes list for this year. I was like, holy shit, No
1: Man's Sky was this year? <laughs> There's
2: like a eternity. couple of them I've got to
1: double check now, but I, I think I've got a good list anyway. Okay. So, so, I think me and Nathan both mentioned this to each other. When we first started doing our list, we started with the top three, and it, we ended up with like a list of like six or seven games that we're basically fighting for three spots with like an obvious number one, a pretty obvious number two, and then so many plausible number threes that I only figured out what my number three was going to be like 15 minutes before we started recording. And it, I, it passed one because I decided I could move it to another really, really good category that I think it deserves better. The other two I feel a little bit bad about, but whatever. <laughs> but I'm going to give my number three to a short hike.
2: Wow.
0: Really? Okay. Okay, I can dig that.
1: Yeah, uh, I just... There was just something incredibly pleasant about that game. It just came up on me. I didn't know anything about it going into it. I was just told, it's pleasant, it's short, you'll like it. And it was pleasant, it was short, and I liked it. But it was, like, a real delight to explore, had really fun characters like i really liked just the way everyone talked and the setting of it was really beautiful the humor was on point and like it felt good to just go around collecting things doing basic i mean almost just chores and fetch quests for the most part but like if you describe the game as being like what if zelda didn't have combat you wouldn't be too far off
2: (laughs) That's true, yeah. I, I completely agree with you. I can see why you put it there. It was a really charming and fun game. It, I just was yeah. surprised that it made the top three.
1: It, yeah. It charm ended up being what really got it there in the end because all the games that almost made the list, they were games with awesome set settings that I just I had to pick one. And when I thought about that one, it just made me smile the
0: most. And that was that was a game that I almost tried to rope in Ryan to join us for because I remember. When me and him first started the show and he started buying some Steam games, that was one of the games that he bought and he played through and was like, dude, you need to play this. Oh, nice. But we never That's got awesome. around to it. And uh yeah, so then when we played it for the show, like I was able to kind of think about that while I was playing it. Like, oh man, I can see why he really enjoyed this, you know? Yeah.
1: So. Well, shout out yeah. to Ryan because he was right. It <laughs> took us a long time to get around to it for the show and I wish you could have been here, but it was worth it, man. I really liked that. Yeah, man.
0: Shout out to him. He's out there kicking ass on the uh, the independent circuit as a wrestling referee. So, oh,
1: yeah.
0: Ref Ryan. Check him out on Facebook. Um, so my number three uh, was a game that we got around to. It was one that I had wanted to play for a while for the show. Um, it uh, holds a place near and dear to my heart. Um, you want to talk about uh, the good, cozy feelings. That's what I get when I play this game or games in the series. And uh, it just... You know, it takes me back to a time when things were simpler, and I could just sit down and and enjoy the game, and everything was just simple and clean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, my number three is Kingdom Hearts. Fair, fair. I mean, I will forever love Goofy for helping protect me, and I will forever damn Donald for never healing me. (laughs) (laughs) But I love him. Yes, sir. And just quickly, shout out to the Winnie the Pooh little mini game section. It's the cutest mm-hmm. thing in gaming. It's so nice. It's just so humble. Or not humble, wholesome. Wholesome, yeah. I make you humble as a whole different game.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that was one that I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about. And I really came away from it with positive feelings when I was absolutely sure that I was not going to enjoy that game. And I really, really did.
1: It- I went into it very skeptical. After the first hour, I w- was going to beat your ass for picking it. And after I got <laughs> yeah. a little further into it, I was like, man, yeah, this is genuinely wonderful.
0: Yeah, it it uh, it's a slow start, you know what I mean? As a lot of JRPGs from that era are. Yeah. But it, I don't know, man. They, they really did a good job weaving the Disney and Final Fantasy and all that kind of stuff together. Whereas, like, as the series goes on, the Final Fantasy stuff kind of starts falling off.
1: It's more original Kingdom Hearts stuff. Because it starts own. getting yeah.
0: into its own lore, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I understand it, that Kingdom Hearts lore is incredibly twisted and deep, which is also one of the reasons I was extremely hesitant to get into the series, because I'm like, oh boy, you're really roping us up into a very <laughs> deep hole.
0: Yeah, th- this came up on uh, Revival and Extinction, shout out to Adam uh, and his podcast Revival and Extinction, where I was telling someone that like the lore behind the Trails series may seem daunting, but at least it's not as confusing as Kingdom Hearts. was basically the gist of the conversation that I had with these guys.
1: Charles may have, like, secret societies and stuff. But it's, like, basically just a chronological military history for the most part, right? Yeah. It's, like, politics and stuff happening. You can put a narrative to it. Like, I do not understand anything anyone's tried to tell me about Kingdom Hearts stuff I haven't played myself.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, that's my I don't even thing. know
1: what Organization thirteen is yet.
0: Yeah, they, they get introduced in Kingdom Hearts 2.
1: Mm.
0: All right. What uh, what categories
2: we thinking next, gentlemen? What do we want to start off with? Why don't we do this rolling? Like one of us picks, then one of us picks, then the other picks yeah, a category. Like that. All right. Well,
0: I'll I'll kick it off since I've got a uh, a, a lit cigar here. We'll call it. Uh, okay. Let's go with what was your worst game of the year?
1: We're going straight to worst game of the year for this early on.
0: Why not? I, th- I
1: thought it might be more of the the midpoint. Bang, no, we're but doing you know it now. What? We're doing it live. Let's go. Fuck it, we're doing it live. <laughs> you know. So my, uh, cho- go ahead.
0: My choice for worst game of the year <coughs> was a game that we played. Oh, excuse me. That I felt this game was a slap in the face to me and to you guys and to my childhood. <laughs> The fact that they took this game that I loved and they they made it tried to make it like another series, but that series was like the original series, and then they just made it super gritty, and then they just they just hurt my baby over oh, and over and over and over yes. and over. And I just can't stand for that. So the worst game of the year that we played for the Steam Machine podcast, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tomb Raider two thousand thirteen. Fuck that uh- game. <laughs>
1: I completely understand it. I mean, again, I think it as a horror game at the start, it was more successful than some of the horror games we played. But as an action game where you're the lady who backflips, double pistoling dinosaurs, it is not that game at all. Dude, they they took away all the whimsy.
0: Yes,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like, it, man, that's what made Tomb Raider was like. At one point, you're playing and you get startled because there's a tiger that jumps out at you, and you got to have a battle with a tiger. And then you go through the cave a little further, and there's a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, and it's like what? And there's none of that in this game. It was took itself way too seriously.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and get this out of the way. I know a lot of people might be expecting me to say something like um, Starfield or how much that I was hey, disappointed. great news.
1: I'll get it out of your way then. Fuck Starfield. That's my worst game of the year.
2: <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand that. Absolutely. Not only was
1: it just an awful game that barely worked, that didn't do any of the things it could have done to be interesting, it's a worse version of so many other different games, but we played it right after Morrowind 2, which means I got to see such an incredible drop in quality across everything, while still seeing all the shit that they were doing that was obviously still just Morrowind code running in this engine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah, 1000%.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that was almost like a blessing and a curse. Doing those back to back
1: I was a little bit surprised it didn't end up being A triple for Starfield but let's hear what you got Nate sorry to cut you off but you gave me A good in. yeah
2: no I definitely did um, First of the Year worst of the year I'm with you Dalton Tomb Raider was The worst game that we played in the year for Everything every reason you said And just like like I mentioned Earlier I just started playing Assassin's Creed It does not play as Well as Assassin's Creed the original game like (laughs) tomb raider was bad and i was very sad about it It was bad because i could see the joy in dalton's eye getting to announce that we were going to play tomb raider because that was his host pick and then when we got in there we were like god damn it
1: (laughs) that game it really felt like the worst part about playing it was it, it was like getting a Christmas present from someone and you're not sure about it, but you have to keep trying to talk yourself into thinking you like it <laughs> and then realizing the more you play with it, no, you don't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a it was a bump. Both of those, both choices, both worst games on this list. Yeah.
1: Well, the biggest bummers. bummer factor because at yeah. least we knew Duke Nukem Forever was going to be a bummer yeah like here's
2: the thing we played Duke Nukem Forever and none of us thought that was the worst game we played this year it wasn't even close to the worst game we played this year yeah it
0: really wasn't like, oh. it wasn't that bad it was very mid
2: yep it was mid that's it it was mid
1: <laughs> It's <was> aggressively mid <laughs> aggressively mid and aggressively dated yeah that's it that's that's. Yeah. It why don't you
2: throw out the next category Will
1: well me yeah uh, yeah, sure. I'd like to Could like be, to keep maybe. with the the, the light the lighter weight categories for a little bit until we get into the bigger ones. Because I feel like things like most fun game and uh, the best writing and stuff, those are pretty huge ones. So I'd like to start with uh, uh, one of our more esoteric but fun categories. Because I feel like this has so many interpretations. How do you feel for best value for time or money?
2: Let me find that on my
1: list. It's very close to the bottom if you didn't. Okay, I do writing. see it.
2: Okay, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. And since I kind of went last on last carry, I'll take the first one on this one. The best um, value for time to money, Terraria. You could sink oh. thousands of hours into Terraria, and it's like, what, $15 full price? Like, that game, I have that, let's just spoiler alert, that's going to hit more than one category for me tonight. I've really enjoyed my time with that game, and I just think the amount of things you can do in that game... For the price, it's pretty incredible. It's a great game.
1: There are a whole bunch of places where Terraria almost hit mine. I gotta tell you that. And it still is. It's, you're still going to hear the name. But it, there's a bunch of places where it came in second, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, dude, I, I, what you just said reminded me of Mike Tanay. When he mm-hmm. used to be on the Taz show and he'd give a top five, whatever. He'd mention a team and be like, they're just outside the top five. Like, he would always say that. It's just become a joke to people who used to listen to that. Just outside the top. Anyway, that's... Like,
1: Random. the way you're delivering, it reminds me of like the just a bit outside <laughs> from Major League. <laughs> uh, I'll take the next one, then. I... Um, did I give this that award, too? Oh, I, I did give this multiple awards, so...
0: My game. Is oh, well, I mean,
1: it's, it's still... It, it deserves both of them. It's uh chapter 1 of Poppy Playtime was absolutely free. That's true. <laughs> and was really short. And yeah, it was I mean you will not feel like you wasted your time. You you may not love it, but I think you'll at least have a good time with it. It's a pretty satisfying puzzle game. It has a couple solid scares. It has an interesting like sense of place to it. Like I really liked it.
2: Yeah, like there's a reason that that was kind of like the cover story for our free games this year was Poppy Playtime. I think it mm-hmm. really represented what a free game should be because it was actually really fun and good. So I feel you on that.
1: I, we could have easily just done a Poppy Playtime episode and did the whole game instead of doing the free episodes one, and I would have been just as happy. Honestly, yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. So best value for time and money. That's what we're on, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure my eyes are adjusting to the right line. Um, (laughs) This is a game that is going to come up multiple times for me. Um, It's a game that's already been mentioned, to be honest with you. Uh, It's a game that I've been playing for a long time, and they have consistently updated it with new shit for no charge. This is a game that has community events that they update on the regular, and there are zero microtransactions once you buy the game you have the game and all of the shit that they've added to it over the years has all been free and that is no man's sky so like i paid for that game twice on playstation 4 and on my pc um and i think that for both of those i have gotten my money out of those and more
1: i no question about it. That's another game I could see it myself, like, uninstalling for a while, reinstalling, playing a whole bunch of time in. I like that you have a complete... You interpreted the question completely differently than I did, too, because I thought time or money, like, either the game is really short and you'll enjoy it, or it's really cheap, but you went with, this is the best money for time prospect, like, dollars per hour.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've put a ton of time the No Man's Sky, and... I think I've gotten more than my money's worth out of it. You know what I mean? Like, if they decided that the next thing they were going to drop was going to be a charged DLC and they charged $14.99 or whatever, I would pay it. worth?
1: Yeah. After all the major free updates, like, they did at the Game Awards that history of all the major updates before they announced uh, Light No Fire. And, like... It was incredible to see how many things that could have easily been DLC packages that were just free major upgrades yeah. over and over and over again for years and years on it. Shoutouts
2: to that team, dude. Because, yeah, dude, I completely can yeah. understand and I don't disagree with Best Value for Money for what they've done.
1: True. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Hello
0: Games, man. And Sean Murray. like, mm-hmm. And... I love that Sean Murray embraces this character he has become about the hype machine. He tweets memes about himself hyping up Light No Fire and shit like that. And I'm like, bro, hype it. Like, you guys have proven to me that even if you are pushed to release something due to, you know, circumstances, you need money to keep... The studio open whatever the fuck i know eventually you're gonna get it right yeah, you're right? not in
1: the peter molyneux will write type zone where we don't, no longer believe you you just all hype and no game yeah. you are in the zone where it's like you'll deliver we trust you just work on it <laughs> just do your thing and if you want to get us excited for it i'm listening
0: yeah and and it is a game that i have I, i've uninstalled it but anytime i see that there's a new update my ass immediately installs it to go check this new <laughs> update out, and it's like not many games get me to do that.
1: If Nate weren't out of town this weekend, I would. Just talking about it makes me wish we could play it some more.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic, man. Like I want to set up a community night to play some No Man's Hell Sky. Hells yes, I think that would be fun.
2: Yeah. All right. So I guess that means next category, and that's mine so i'm going to kind of throw a a real softball at everybody because we did not play very many games that fall into this category this year i want to know what you guys think was the best turn-based combat
1: so we looked through the list of games and i think there are only three games you could even justifiably call turn-based so trails in the sky sc is a tactical rpg with true turn-based combat uh, Kingdom Hearts is an action RPG that at least has menu-based combat. And Monster Rancher 2 had a combat system that was a, a little bit action-y and a little bit turn-based. Like, it was kind of a hybrid. It was still an RPG-like combat mm. system in general. So I think those are the only games we can pull from. And just because I feel like I already gave Trails in the Sky best turn-based on when we did FC, I'm tempted to slip it in another the d- the direction and say I really enjoyed the way Kingdom Hearts plays out. Okay.
2: I just gave it to trails. <laughs> yep, I, think that- I also gave it to trails. <laughs> I think I think it's fair. I mean, like honestly, yeah. like in like, on, me and Dalton played through the entire game, too. So yeah. we kind of have, like, that feeling we've got to see how it plays. And, yeah, it's just as good as FC. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, if it's as good as FC, it's probably the actual best turn-based combat this year. I just wanted to be a little different. I
2: understand.
1: I'm not yeah. trying to stop sweeps on purpose. I just I don't think anyone should get a free category for being the only team that shows up.
0: Fair enough. But, man, man, you got to finish FC. There's some oh, shit that happens yeah. no, in dude. that game. Yeah, plus,
2: we need to get to... Um, the uh, yes, third one this both. year, too. So I know, <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: I, you guys talk to me off air. You're just making sure that the audience knows I'm like lecturing yeah, about it. You're goddamn right. That's
2: exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> Punished snake over <opair>. Accountability. <laughs> All right, so that's turn
0: based Dalton, what's your next buddies. category? I'm going to eat this little piece of chocolate here. And then, let's see. So let me delete that one so I don't accidentally try to read it out later.
1: <laughs> that's what I've been doing for everything except the top three, yeah.
2: I'm just putting dashes by them so I know. Well,
1: I'm just going to revert my save when i'm done so i can save the actual list that's
2: fair all right so
0: i'll go in the, the same vein what was the best action combat game
1: ah i feel like this one could go a lot of ways i think we played some really good character action, some really good beat-em-ups some, a lot of fun stuff
2: yeah i think this is a pretty exciting category because there were so many things that fell into it <clears throat> for me guys oh yeah oh, go sorry. ahead
1: go. well i was just going to say i think Because we have two combat-related categories, I'm starting to think that maybe next year we should also add in a Best Puzzles category just to get the other side of gameplay. I think that's fair. Without it being the full game, you know, most fun or best game one. Okay.
2: I'm down. I'm
1: cool with that. I think if you guys want to do full Best Puzzles, think about it for a minute. I'd be happy to do that after this category.
2: Okay. I I already know know my answer answer for that. I I do,
1: too, because it's a pretty obvious one this year, but still.
2: Yeah. Alright, so, for best action combat for me this year, I think this game really stepped it up and was a lot of fun to get in there and just kill dozens of robots at once, just getting yeah. to take your sword, your gun, whatever you wanted to, and just go to town. Like I love playing as 2B and NieR Automata was a way better game than I was anticipating, and the combat in it was fluid and out of all the kind of games we played with similar combat, including, like, um, Metal Gear Rising and Yakuza, this one did it the best.
0: And it had such a cool hybrid mm-hmm. combat, like, where it fluidly would switch between, like, you're going in and doing your hack and slash stuff, and then all of a sudden, hey, congratulations, you're playing a twin-stick shooter for a little while. Yep, Yeah, that was and, really neat. And just things like that it was it was very,
2: very cool. Yeah, so that's mine for that category.
0: Um, I, so for that category, I was torn between two games. One of them was near automata, but the one that ended up eking out that to me, uh, was just for the sheer brutality of some of the things that I pulled off in the game. Um, the, I, I can't, I can't even like try to sugarcoat it. Like the attachment that I have to the main character because of games that I've played with him in it in the past. Uh, I got to give it the metal
2: gear rising.
1: Yep. Yeah. I
2: can't fault you for that.
1: At all, I'm going to be honest, guys. There was a pretty clear top three in this game, and I was kind of hoping we would do exactly this, and each of us pick one of those three games. And so, I am pleased to announce that the one I have written down is Yakuza Kiwami 2. And yes. I was really hoping those would be the other two games that got brought up. <laughs> the thing that the thing about Yakuza Kiwami 2 that I really liked is just it. After, there's a lot of like stop, 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 block, block, block boss fights in a lot of the other games. And the yakuza series even like sometimes the combat isn't the strongest especially against bosses i feel like yakuza 2 really smoothed it up i agree with that three, even zero had some really tanky bosses yeah but yeah i feel like uh yakuza 2 really perfected the fighting style
2: super excited to play six
1: <laughs> hell yeah that is exactly what i'm thinking i almost said those exact words
2: man and there are people who hate
0: the dragon engine and i'm like but it was Ain't so me. fluid. Yeah, I don't understand. Couldn't it, it couldn't me? be me either. Like, who, who cared I, I if you flopped like miss... a fish a little bit sometimes on the ground? It's funny. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Do I miss stances a little bit? Kind of, but I, I loved the way it played. Yeah. All right.
2: So I guess that's Willie's category now then, right?
1: Well, I just said that my category is the new category of uh, best Puzzle, best puzzle solving Gameplay. We could probably refine that title With next year when we do it. Yeah, best
2: puzzle solving I'm just writing it down like that for now Okay Alright, I'm gonna make this an easy one Uh, Talos Principle
1: (laughs) I mean, Talos Principle is the only Full-blore puzzle uh, game we played And I can't think of any puzzle system In any of the other games that really holds a can No No
0: Oh, it gives my heart such a boner to make that the first fucking clean sweep. Talos Principle is the best puzzle game that we played this year for sure.
1: Let's go! I wanted to be able to say some good stuff about Talos Principle, like, and we got some really action-oriented categories, yeah. and RPG-oriented categories. So I wanted to give a chance to talk about puzzles and
2: stuff. Yeah, Talos Principle is fantastic. Like I will say that it starts off super duper strong, and it kind of fades towards like a little bit. Like, after you get three quarters in the The game... The last couple gadgets. I think the last couple gadgets kind of, like, fell off for me. But, Mm. overall, I still think that was a really fantastic game. And I'm excited to see how they improve upon it in Talos Principle 2. Yeah,
1: dude. I've heard nothing but it is somehow even better. Like, it's the sequel you never thought you you could ask to want. That's awesome.
0: And I love that it comes from fucking Crow Team. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just the dudes who make Serious Sam decided to make one of the best fucking puzzle games ever made and it's, it's like yeah, what the fuck just as a proof just of engine, engine test
1: yeah. yeah for their serious game which why would they even need a proof of engine <laughs> puzzle game when the concept of serious sam is like 10 million actors on screen running at you at once <gasps> ah!
0: <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know but, but i'm it, happy they did it it's tremendous yeah
1: <laughs> it is incredible god bless them. good work crow team
0: yeah, man, and fucking shout out
2: to Series Sam too. I love that series Indeed, so yeah. much.
1: Indeed. All right.
2: So I guess that puts it back to me for the category. I'm gonna hit you with a semi-big one because I think this one's okay. uh, this one's co-captain is a little bit bigger deal this year. But I want to know what okay. you guys think. The song of the year, non-vocal, is because I think the vocal oh. one's gonna be huge. So yeah,
1: vocal is vocal. I consider a major this one, yeah. a little less so.
2: Um
0: so my song of the year non-vocal um I chose it specifically because a it is a absolutely fucking iconic track it has been heard in every game since just in a different they like they've redone it for the different games but the base of the song is still the same um and it is just so it's a beautiful. It's just so beautiful. It's it's well written. It I could sit and just listen to it, you know. And that's rare for a fucking main theme for a game. Uh, but it is uh Narvar Rising, the theme from Morrowind. <sighs> yeah, um, okay. it is the first game that has that do 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 that everybody associates with Skyrim now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That melody started in Morrowind.
1: Sweet Narvar. So that terrible. was one of the three songs I considered myself.
0: It is it is such a beautiful piece of music. Like
1: And I, I almost gave it to that one too, just because out of the top three I had, that's the only one that actually comes from that game. The other ones are remixes of other games' music. Yeah. And ultimately it ended up being a I listened to both of these right before we recorded also to just decide which one I vibed with today. (laughs) And the answer was Sonic Generations Rooftop Run Act 2. Same. That's actually yours too. That is actually
2: mine as well. Like, holy! Like, if nothing else, Sonic Generation gave us banger after banger tracks this year. Like, it might not have been my favorite as far as any other category could possibly go, but like the non-vocal tracks of the game, especially Rooftop Run and Chemical Plant Zone, like can't get enough of those.
1: So my runner-up, since I hinted at it, was Grab Bag, the Duke Nukem theme. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hail to the king, baby. Yep, good stuff. Yeah,
1: Rooftop It just the vibe is so there. It makes you want to rush while smiling. Don't
2: listen to that song while you're driving, because you will end up at 90 miles per hour. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've been noticing lately
0: Metallica does that to me, too.
1: The Uh, first time I ever got pulled over for speeding, I was on the way up Interstate 64 going west, uh, towards Evansville, Indiana, and the part of Fade to Black where the tempo switches had just happened, and all <laughs> of a sudden I was going eighty-one instead of sixty-five. <laughs> it was not intentional.
0: To me, it's always either when blackened kicks in, or mm-hmm. on this burned CD that I have because I don't have a cool uh, Bluetooth shit in my in my car. Um, it, the CD is blackened, and then battery, and then Master of Puppets. So it's yeah, like, that's a
1: banging set.
0: It's just, I'm just cruising at like 70 on this road that the speed limit's 60 and I'm just like, you know what, like, cops don't give a fuck as long as you're not doing like 75, 80, even if you are, sometimes they don't give a fuck because it's Florida, (laughs) They're like whatever. Crash into a tree. (laughs) Run into a gator. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Dude, I will tell you, uh, from experience... If you run over a snake that's big enough, you will pop a little air if you're going <laughs> fast enough.
1: Oh, fun.
2: Yeah, learned that the hard way. Word
1: up. All right.
2: So I guess that leads us into Dalton picking another category. Oh, shit. Indeed.
1: I can't believe me and Nate came up with the same. I thought Nate would be very surprised I came up with that one in the first place.
2: I had a feeling that's what you came up with, I'm being perfectly honest, when you, especially when you started Just- talking about them being remixed tracks
1: yeah okay fair enough did did you got you called rooftop run in particular though not chemical plants or just the green hill zone even what uh
0: what game do you think had the best setting
1: that's a good one uh you know what this is going to be one of my apology awards this is one of the ones where i wish i had played the game more because i loved everything i saw about the world in the little bit of time i got to play it and, man, if I I do hope I end up with the time to get back to it. There's so many games I said I wanted to get back to this year, and I've only got back to a couple. But Nier Automata, man, that is a setting. Everything about that is so intriguing.
2: Yeah. For me, I like the way this game slow-rolled plot ideas, and I think this came from being expanded upon and being expanded upon and being expanded upon with free update after free update after free update. Um, you just got to learn so much more about the lore and then going to the center of the galaxy. And then I just thought it was really interesting how everything was rolled out. It might not have been the best story or anything like that, but the way it was rolled out and seeing all the different places you got to go because of it. I've really enjoyed the f- entire setting of No Man's Sky.
1: At the very minimum, it definitely wins the biggest setting. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah, I can't argue either of those. Those are both good choices, but this is another award that we're all giving to different games. Sweet. Okay. Um, to me, uh, this setting has just started to feel like home. Yeah. Um, we've played two games in the series, and in both of those games, you're kind of exploring these same places. And, and you start to learn
1: the people in them. You start to become friends, know about the differences between the areas.
0: Absolutely. And anytime anytime something major happens, you can go and talk to all your favorite NPCs. They'll have something new to say. Yep. Yeah. So, I am going to give best setting to Trails in the Sky second chapter. Very fair. Definitely on my short list for that category as well. Hell yeah. It's so good, dude. And when we started playing second chapter and we just started going to the same towns, but we weren't allowed to use the or or we were allowed to use the airships now and stuff, Mm. it was like Man, it's like coming back. It's, it's almost like uh, my, my runner up for this one was obviously Camarocho for the same exact reason, where it's like you learn it and you're getting used yeah. to where everything's at. And it's just so
2: cool. I made I, a I huge that. point this year to limit the amount of rewards I gave to Kiryu and Camarocho and Yakuza. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't we talking about renaming the uh,
0: Protagonist Award? <laughs> The best hero award, yeah, to uh, the be- the Kiryu yeah. protagonist of the year award. Yeah. <laughs> the Kazuma Kiryu.
2: Yeah. Right. I, I mean, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. All right. So that's. Who goes next, Willie or me? Willie, right? Willie.
1: It goes this way on the yeah. screen. So is that all yeah. Question? So it's you now. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I just. I think I forgot to delete my address. Is that the best setting? Okay, I did. Okay. You best. Um. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, let's go with that one. Um, I think uh, one of the most fun categories we get to every year is what game was the smallest surprise (laughs) of the year? All right. Okay. It's just such a
2: fun question. For me, the smallest surprise of the year was Trails in the Sky, second chapter. I got exactly what I expected from that game. I got exactly what I wanted from that game. Was I surprised? No. Did I love it? Yes.
0: Alright, I can't argue that. Can't argue that.
1: Mine goes in the exact same direction, but it was about uh, Taylor's Principle. It was exactly as great of a puzzle game and as well-written as everyone had told me it was going to be.
0: Alright, and my smallest surprise because I already knew I loved the game. I already knew I loved playing the game with you guys. (laughs) Right. Um, and this time when we played it, I didn't get to see Jeff get murdered, but we did (laughs) rope in Dave. Shout out Tad Pog, and Dave Play O games. The smallest surprise to me this year was Phasmophobia. Because I knew it was gonna be a fucking blast. Yeah,
2: completely fair as well. And it was, and that was a fantastic episode. That was just that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'll leave me into another category I think's a lot of fun. What was the Best game you sucked at? Uh, oh. I'll,
1: I'll, you want me to just go first? Go episode? for it, brother. I never got to the first save point in your automata. That's why I, either I wasn't on the episode or I barely talked on it. Because I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't. I kept dying. I was too stubborn to turn on the difficulty. I petted down. I didn't pick it back up. I got was defense. very busy.
0: That first fucking boss fight thing is real hard, even on normal.
1: And
2: it uh, takes such a long time to get from the beginning of that scene yeah. back to that boss fight, just to die yeah. on it for the third. time.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I think I died on it like three times, and I'm like, I am I don't feel like playing through all that again. It was really cool, but I don't want to do it all to get through that same death again. And the
2: thing that sucks about that is once you get past that, there's so much opportunity for saving and everything, but like you have to get through that first section. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah and I mean the thing is this like it's the best game you sucked at I still think it owned I had a great time getting killed there. It was really cool. I just couldn't do it
2: <laughs> yep yep I get it For me the best game that I sucked at I love this game I think I've raved about it on the podcast on the episode we did but i did not think i was good at it i think this was a hard game for me but like i want to play more of them i should have played the second story in that one but resident evil 2 freaking love it i think it's fantastic but man i'm not really very good at the whole um ammo management <laughs> and all that stuff like i beat leon's story but i did not go back and do um, claire yeah, i did I not go back and claire. do claire's story which I might have to do that pretty soon because I do like that game a lot.
1: To be fair, you're not supposed to feel like you're good at ammo management in those games. It's supposed to be stressful. <laughs> That's true.
0: Yeah. It is horror. It is by design there yeah. to make your body. I don't necessarily
1: buckler. enjoy that kind of experience very much, but I can see where you would think the problem is with me instead of the game deliberately oppressing you. Yeah. I think it makes a, it's a good argument for the success of the game's design and the success of the remake.
2: True.
0: Um, so the best game that I sucked at, I would have literally turned off in five minutes playing by myself. I know because I've done that. <laughs> but playing with you guys and Mikhailov was a blast. And other than that, I mean, the game was cool. I guess there was some there was some stuff, and we could build some things. And I know you guys really seem to like it a lot more than I did. I don't remember what score I gave it, but it couldn't have been too terribly high. But if it was, it was influenced because I had such a good time playing with my boys. And the best game that I sucked at was Terraria. That's fair. I was a lot of time in that game. Dalton, what are you doing sitting here hitting my vape pen? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah,
0: I remember specifically we were playing that game. And Nate goes, I like vape pen Dalton. He's funny. Like, I heard that that line sticks in my head.
1: <laughs> it was reliable.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, because I was just, because I guarantee I was sitting over here just like, <laughs> like kicked kicked back, just chilling. Yeah, like oh, It was a good time.
1: Click on a skeleton every now and then and just enjoy it.
0: Uh, is it my it is.
1: Oh, it is. Um, Plenty of the we're getting into the bigger ones now for the most part.
0: I was gonna say let's each pick one more and then we'll do number two and Perfect. then we'll do the rest of Perfect.
1: Perfect. Okay. So you, me, Nate, and then we do yep. number two. Love that,
0: boys. Who did you think was the most evil, sinister, best
2: villain? N-
1: I I I know Nate's answer. I'm not sure about Dalton's. I don't know if anyone knows mine.
2: Nano machine, <laughs> Yeah. I knew that's where it was going. I absolutely adore Senator Armstrong. He is everything that's wrong with America wrapped up in one character, and it's played out so freaking well. Like, every decision they made about his backstory was so perfect. Like, he played football for UT, not some Ivy League school. You know? (laughs) Like, he's from Texas. Like, everything about Senator Armstrong was perfect. Like, hands down. Down my favorite villain in the year where we had a game with Ryuji Goda in it.
0: And yeah,
1: that's a good point.
0: I absolutely adore the memes of him that say Jim Cornette, but it's spelled G-Y-M <laughs> <Yeah>. Cornette. Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. he's just fucking it out, but he in the face looks a fuck, fucking lot like Jim Cornette. <laughs> uh, tremendous. Absolutely. Episode. It's like, I want to pay Jim Cornette on Cameo to cut that that's promo me. from the end of Metal Gear Rising. So, think we could just have him going, Nano
3: Machine, son! Mother, <laughs> motherfucker!
1: <laughs>
0: uh, um, so, Willie, I'm going to let you go next, because I want to do mine last.
1: Because mine mine is probably a little outside of left field, but uh, that's not the expression. <laughs> but... Um, it's outside of love. It's, it's in center field. It's great. Um, I love how at first the guy kind of just sounds like he's trying to sound hard and is obviously kind of a poser. And the deeper you get into the game and the more you get taunted by Jacob from Dusk, the more you want to get to him and beat his ass. Nice. I did not get
2: far enough to get too acquainted with that guy, but like I'm glad that you've Found a villain you really wanted to kill.
1: <laughs> you were... The point you stopped at was definitely about where it started to get good, story and setting-wise. Yeah. Guys. Mm-hmm.
0: Boys. Gentlemen. Sir. The best villain was a god. <laughs>
1: yeah!
0: And how can you kill a god? And that is a grand and intoxicating innocence that you have. To choose anyone... Other than Dagoth Ur, Narobar.
1: I do consider Dagoth Ur at this point to be sort of a mascot of our podcast. Me too, man.
0: <laughs> Me too.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> All because of that catchy-ass Young scroll song.
2: Yeah.
1: All because of that catchy-ass Young scroll song.
2: I think that is a <laughs> extremely valid choice.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: I just think, it, as
0: much as there are sections of Morrowind that have not aged well... The writing is not one of those sections. Yeah.
2: It's like that was peak Bethesda quest writing. Oh, yeah. The quest writing in that game is um, far and away above and beyond Skyrim. And, like, I'm looking forward to seeing what Oblivion has to offer. But, like, Morrowind, story-wise, not as, like, way better, I mean, than Skyrim. Just Skyrim's gameplay is a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Morrowind suffered from the let's-make-our-combat dice-based instead of, like, whereas in Oblivion, it's like if your sword hits your... If it visually hits them, it hits them. And I would go so far
1: as to say, I I wouldn't even say Skyrim has better gameplay. I would say it specifically has better feeling combat. Yeah, I think other gameplay-wise, I think Morrowind actually still kind of kicks it out.
0: Yeah. I think where Morrowind really didn't age all that well is in the graphical department. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and that's just product of its time. There are mods that fix that these days. You know? Yeah.
1: Oblivion's kind of ugly, too, so that we'll we have that going for us. Oblivion like is the definitely settings, ugly. The settings are lovely. The models are terrible.
0: Like, uh, I just started a new Oblivion playthrough. Um, and I'm doing it with minimal mods, so I'm just running the patches, and then a character face fixer. Yeah. And it's like, Does- whenever we play it for the show, I'm gonna hook y'all up with these mods because I know it's like, they're they're lightweight. They're not big files. And it's not a lot of uh oh, this is gonna break this and this and that. No, this these are all things that just fix things. So
1: <laughs> I don't want I don't want the mod. I want the, I want to see the uh adoring fan look as annoying and banana shaped <laughs> oh, as you, is. Don't,
0: you don't have to have the potato thing. I'm, i want you guys to have the patches. That's all I okay. care about. Yeah, that's, okay. Making it not crash on y'all.
1: <laughs> not crash is good, but we yeah. need the horrible lumpy potato people.
0: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fine.
1: All right, so I guess my pick is next. All right. You know, I feel like what is a villain without a hero? And I think that a hero can save us, but I'm not going to stand here and wait. (laughs) So for my hero, I have actually broken the rules. I didn't pick a hero. He's not a hero. Firemen, janitors, those are the real heroes sergeant rex power colt
2: (laughs) i will say that guy had a lot of personality and was a lot of fun he was like what duke nukem and duke nukem forever wanted to be
1: that is exactly it and after playing duke nukem forever i really appreciated sergeant colt way more do
0: you have a lady at home no well yes lady liberty and she taught me only losers do drugs (laughs) yes as i'm sitting here smoking
2: a (laughs) (laughs) chip. Yeah, I think that is a valid choice.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, did, I just saw that. I, I missed something. I had an honorable mention for best villain. Oh, who's that? The Nemesis system from Shadow of Mordor. Oh, ah, okay. Because the orc that ended up being my ultimate rival was a really fun guy to just battle each other and forge our rivalry over time. Nice.
0: Yeah, I'm really interested how they... I've heard they took that system and just amplified it in Shadow of War. Nice. Yeah, so, cool.
2: Shadow of War. In sure. war dorks (laughs) all right so my choice for the cosmic here you best hero award um she's a very interesting character i liked how she became more and more emotional as the game progressed like starts off super robotic no pun intended and just you see her just develop and like i know she's not the only hero in the game but she's the one that i really fell in love with not just because when she does a Brown um, pound with her head you can see up her skirt but it is a 2 be from near Automata hell
1: yeah very human for such a robot yep.
0: yeah I guess this year I'm a big fan of that this category was 2B or not 2B
1: he <laughs> <laughs> fuck
3: off
2: yeah and this is the definitely the category that I definitely looked at myself and said you cannot give this to Kiryu again <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. he would have been a a solid two time winner but I also did not give it to Kiryu um, I handed this award to a man who I saw get his arm cut off get his jaw ripped off and still come back and kick some ass that's because you can't stop him he shares a name with one of the best characters in Mortal Kombat but they pronounce it differently I'm giving it to Ryden.
2: Yeah, man. I feel that one.
1: I definitely didn't have much of an appreciation for Raiden going into this game. I just knew in this one he's apparently really badass. And not just the dude everyone hated in Metal Gear Solid 2. And, and I was like, yeah. I, c- I can see why he is the main character here. He rules.
0: Yeah. And see, I'm so happy that you guys played this one first. So you have an appreciation for Raiden. So that when we get to Metal Gear t- Although, without you guys growing up with Metal Gear Solid...
1: We played, we played the first, the first game. game yeah. We didn't beat oh, okay, yeah, we didn't did? beat it, but we did play the first game. Okay, okay. And I like, did, I did not know but, that.
0: Yeah. Okay, so okay, well then
1: We got at least past like Sniper Wolf. I know we got that far at least.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you got a decent ways in then.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I uh I just man, I never understood the hate for Raiden. Like was it surprising that I wasn't playing a snake? Yeah, but like I didn't immediately hate the dude. Whereas but I also wasn't an adult at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: but uh, Ryan's the man.
1: Yep, yep, yep. All
2: right.
1: Those are two pretty
2: high impact categories, so I'm going to knock it down, take us into Relaxationville. What was the most relaxing game we played in 2023, boys?
1: Okay. This one was a category where I had two that were fighting for it, and then a third one swooped in and ended up winning it for me. There were two that were definitely battling it out in my head. Uh, just games that were definitely mainly chill vibes for the most part um and then out of nowhere i just realized man i just felt good and relaxed the whole time i played sonic generations mm. like that game okay. was just it, it wasn't very stressful there were a couple of ones that had some difficulty to it but it was mostly just a really peaceful and fun experience like it was like just so stress free to me
2: I think we're going to all go three different directions on this one, because based on comments Dalton made earlier, he's not picking the same game I picked for most relaxing, unless that vape pen was just doing him so right that he was relaxed as hell while we were playing it. (laughs) Um, But I just found it really relaxing just to get in and play in Terraria, especially doing it with my boys. We could just walk around, mine, build houses. I just had a really good time doing that. I thought it was pretty chill and relaxing.
1: It's good shit. Dalton's eating the cookie.
2: That was a York Peppermint patty,
0: sir. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is a Thin um, Mint a cookie? Is a York Peppermint patty that different from a Thin Mint?
0: Yeah, because a Thin Mint's got a thin piece of cookie in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's a cookie. Let's go.
0: <laughs> um, a York Peppermint patty does not. Uh, Fair enough. Most relaxing game. I, I, I had a couple different ones that bounced around in my head for this one. But the one that I ended up going with was the game that I was going through a lot. When we were playing this game for the show. Um, Me and Megan had split. Uh, Daisy died. Like, there was a lot of mental bullshit that I was going through. And, I mean, I'm, I'm still suffering from some of that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, it was heavy at that time. And to be able to load in to this game and be in creative mode and not have to worry about dying or or gathering anything that I needed. I could just build a tower as tall as I fucking wanted. Mm-hmm. And and he did. Uh, and I did. And it helped me, as stupid as it sounds, <laughs> like doing that helped me get through that shit, just being able to unfocus, chat with you guys on mic, or watch whatever YouTube video I was watching. And yeah, just you, you got to
1: build a virtual mausoleum, and I thought that was really beautiful.
0: Yeah, so I'm my most relaxing game was No Man's Sky. I understand that one.
1: If anyone had any honorable mentions going around, like if there were a couple ones you were thinking might get mentioned, the one that almost won it for me was actually just two thirds of dredge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The beginning of dredge is very chill, and then it's the beginning not... and
1: the end, kind of, too. Like, once you get to a certain level of ability, you're not really worried about anything except the last area. Yeah. Nice.
2: All right. So I guess that brings us in. To our number two of the top three of the year, boys, what was the second best game of 2023? Well, I'll go ahead and go first on this one because um,
0: I just talked about it. It mm-hmm. it was a game that I, I I had so much fun playing with you guys, uh, just sinking the time into it, exploring through space. The 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 it it was everything I wish another game was,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and more. Uh, and the the crafting in its fun. Uh, the and again, like everything we've mentioned already on this episode about this game because this game has been pulling some pulling some awards uh, I'm giving it to No Man's Sky No Man's Sky is my number two
1: Absolutely Alright I think I'm I, let me go third on this one because I think what I'm going to say is going to mess up the rest of the show Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: My number two this is one we played early in the year and it just like grabbed me by the balls and yanked me through the entire story and i loved every minute of it like just being able to slash my way through countless foes zanketatsu whatever, however you say that word just making and then ripping out their blue hearts and taking their power as ryden man i loved metal gear rising Revengeance. it's stuck with me throughout this entire year like every time i think about that game i'm just like man that's such a fun and fantastic game and i'm like i can't believe that's part of the same series as metal Gear solid
1: <laughs> very <laughs> right. different vibes
2: very like i love metal Gear okay. rising revenge it's beautiful wonderful game
1: can you imagine playing snakes revenge and then playing that
0: revengeance is kojima unchained <laughs> it really is
1: it's a magnificent magnificent game and the part where I ruin everything is where I give Yakuza Kiwami my number two game of the year. Wow.
0: Uh, wait, Yakuza Kiwami 2?
1: Two? two, yes. Okay. We didn't play one this year. Really, too. Yeah. We played oh, two. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: duh. What the, what the fuck am I thinking? Yeah. Uh,
1: I can't argue that. Yeah. I mean, it, it rules. We'll be talking about it more later, so I don't need to go into detail, because I guarantee it's one of your number ones. All right.
2: All right. Okay, that's fair. All right, so back to Dalton's round. Oh shit. What was the biggest
0: surprise of the year? Surprises. I, do, I want to go last on this okay. one.
2: Four, four, yeah.
1: Four.
2: To me, the biggest surprise was something small. The biggest surprise to me this year was a short hike. I picked the game, it was a host pick for me. I think we played it in the middle of while playing Trails, maybe. And That sounds right. That sounds right. And like I picked it because it looked cute. I like hiking. I was like, I'm just going to pick this without going in without knowing too much about it. And I just sat down and beat the game, I feel like, in one session because I loved playing it so much. Everything about it was just wonderful and took me completely off guard, completely charming. Everything Willie said about it earlier, like when he said it was his number three game of the year. Like, yeah, dude, great, great, great game.
1: Yeah, that, that ended up being my uh, honorable mention for this category, too. But I, I just... When I'd seen the key art for it and heard that it was a game that was all hyped up by streamers as scary, but it was children-looking, I was like, okay, Poppy Playtime is gonna be some damn Five Nights at Freddy's bullshit. Then I played it, and it was actually valid and good, and that blew my mind. I thought it was gonna be pretty bad, but maybe the most polished game we'd played this year in the free card games, and it said i Genuinely thought it was a great standalone game. Not just to do for Halloween, but just a good game.
2: Nice, yeah. I agree.
0: My biggest surprise this year was not a good surprise.
1: Unfortunate.
0: It was a terrible surprise. Mm -hmm. But it did surprise the shit out of me. And that was... Two ways this one could go. And that was, boys, when I rolled credits on a game that I had been waiting for and I had been waiting for, and I had been waiting for. When I fucking played through Starfield, and I rolled credits on that game, and I had zero motivation to continue playing it at all, that was the biggest surprise (laughs) to me, because I thought this was gonna be my new Skyrim. I thought this was gonna be the game I sank a thousand hours into. I thought, man, this is going to be everything I loved about the other games, but in space. And it was a bland, boring, really wide puddle. And it broke my motherfucking heart. <laughs> and now, and now, I'm worried about Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. And that doesn't make me happy. So my biggest surprise was the piece of shit that is Starfield. <laughs> you hear that, Michelob? Yeah. <laughs> D- to, the, to the point... <laughs> That'll come up later, won't yes, it? Or did he it? put will. that? It in the- yeah, okay. Um, the uh, the fact that the dude who made the wildly popular Skyrim Together mod, like where you, we could play Skyrim Together multiplayer with it, uh, was making a, a Starfield Together mod and then just quit because he said the game's shit, and he released the source code for it. He's like, if anybody wants to finish this, you can, but I'm not going to. I don't want to play this game anymore. Damn. Damn.
1: Yeah, that is. Damn.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, rant over. Single tier for you, Dalton. Yeah, rant over, man. That was just my biggest surprise. Starfield sucks.
2: <laughs> All right, Willie.
1: Oh, is it my category Yeah. Now?
2: Dalton just did the biggest surprise, oh, that's, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I think I'd like to get back to... Um, I want to get back to some of the big... Uh, you know what? Let's do a smaller one, because I ended up with a, a goofier pick in this one, then I probably shouldn't have done this. i kind of cheated to get another category. But let's get best voice acting, shall we? We played some games with some pretty damn good voice acting this year, I feel like.
2: I'll agree with that.
1: And then I went and gave it to a game that doesn't have it. My choice is the computer synthesized voices from Faith the Unholy (laughs) Tree. There is something about those awful little robot noises that really wigged me out in a way that no human performance could have. I am the body of a
0: pig.
1: That one especially. That is the worst thing. I love it. Yeah,
2: that was a pretty cool one. I do agree that that was. I, I, I get it. I like it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we we strictly speaking don't have a best sound design category, so I kind of ended up piggybacking that, it to there. You know.
2: All right. So for me, best voice acting. I mean, all I had to do was watch the scene between either. Sam in Raiden or Senator Armstrong in Raiden like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the voice cast in Metal Gear Rising Revengeance like that's part of the reason why that got to my number two spot like just nailed it out of the park for me yeah I mean there's only one answer to this and it's
0: hail to the king bit no <laughs>
1: No disrespect to John St. John, but you you weren't given much of a script to work with, my guy. Oh,
0: yeah. Homeboy has one of the most iconic voices ever, but no, as far as that game. uh, No, my best voice acting is a game. They don't even speak in our language, but Mm -hmm. they convey what, I mean, I'm used to it from anime, but like they really convey well, even with, to make the subtitles come through the way they need to, Mm -hmm. but you're hearing their original voices. I got to give it to Kiwami too.
1: Yeah, that is one of those games that when we get to the point where they start having the optional dubs, I cannot see myself turning off the Japanese. voice. no. It's them now.
0: Though I might see what the English sounds like,
2: I probably won't stick. With I that. won't. I don't even care.
1: <laughs> having heard a couple of the English karaoke clips, I definitely don't know if I like it. Yeah.
2: We could play the
0: PS2 version of Yakuza 1, (laughs) so Goromajima Majima sounds like Mark Hamill. (laughs) The Joker, baby. If
1: only he had any direction, because that's such a great casting.
2: (laughs) All right. Let's throw the category down to another smaller one, because we're getting to the big boys, so it's kind of hard not to just pick off the small ones now for me. What did you guys think was the best multiplayer experience? I have one. This
1: is a weird one, because I I think that we're going different ways on this one.
2: I have one written down. I question it, but I think I'm going to stick with it because, like, I could easily give this to Phasmophobia because it was just as fun playing with the boys as it was last year. But another game I had a ton of fun playing with the boys and especially bringing Nikolov, I really feel like came into his own and became a big part of the show at this point during this game. Playing Terraria with you guys, Dalton hitting his pen, like, everything was just so fun about that. (laughs) Like, I really cherished the time that we all got together and played that. Like, Nikolov... Thanks for being on that one, dude, because that was so much fun for me.
1: I felt bad for not having Terraria on here as many times as I could have now because, like, the more we a reminiscing about that episode, the more fun I remember having. It's just, it wasn't as fresh in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and I guess, on the other hand, like I literally just said earlier, if it weren't for the fact that Nate was going to New York, I would be like, hey, Nate, uh, this weekend you want to play some No Man's Sky? Because damn do I want to <laughs> play some No Man's Sky with you lads right now.
0: So that uh, is my pick. I somehow did not have this category written down, but it's an mm. easy answer for me, and that's it's No Man's Sky. Okay. Um, I, so listeners who are listening, specifically it's probably going to end up being like Dane or Brian, whoever gets to it first. I want to know who gets the most awards in this. I think it's going to be No Man's Sky. It's, it's up there the for sure. And I'm going to have to tweet this episode and tag Sean Murray and see if he'll retweet it, because sometimes he retweets shit like that, and that'd be cool. Right?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, uh, No Man's Sky, dude, I just had such a good time playing with you. Oh but, yeah, like I said, that was, I was my like second
2: that, choice. That, and that Fastophobia, like say. every time we did a multiplayer, it was some of the best times I had playing games for the show. Yeah,
1: Absolutely, for real, real. All
2: right, Dalton, pick a cat, my dude. Oh man, all right.
0: What do you think had the best writing?
1: I have a lot written down for writing, so if you guys want to come to me last, I understand that. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm kind of surprised I picked this game myself, because we played a lot of games with really good stories. This one didn't have the biggest story, but I felt like all the characters you met, everything that was said about it in like the encyclopedias that you got to look through, every... Thing was written very purposefully, and I feel like was really well, well, well done. Like I'll never forget meeting the fishmonger and talking to him, and then him wanting the um, aberration fish and everything. Like Dredge is just so well written for such a little game. By such, like I love the writing in Dredge so 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 much. Hell yeah! Yeah, and
0: it was a a good satiation for uh you know tales of herring lake which will probably never come out
1: i'm sad but it, it, unfortunately it now lives in the silk song zone where i'll believe it when i yeah.
0: see it <laughs> yeah sadly but you don't um so best writing i uh it, it because the quests were so good and the the amount of and i meant to bring this up during the biggest surprise when the amount of factions and different story lines that you can do and you can't do them all in one playthrough because if you try to join the mages guild but you're in the fighters guild they're gonna be like you're a fighter why would we want you here it's not like Skyrim where you can go and do everything you know yep. you, had to, you had to plan your character build because if you try to be a jack of all trades there are things that are gonna fuck you up yep. but every quest F- felt like it had some meaning even if it was your first quest in the fighters guild go kill the rats at this lady's house where you go in there and talk to her and it's because she- they're chewing up her pillows and you go up there and this lady's got a fuck load of pillows it's like lady why you got so many pillows <laughs> and it's there's just so many things about it that are fucking hilarious and it's like that's that's when that's what you get when it's a cure- hand curated world they didn't okay. say that Morrowind was going to be massive. No, it's a small island full of a lot, and all of it is written very, very well, yeah. and I appreciate that. Uh, so, my best writing oh, award is going to The Elder Scrolls three Morrowind.
1: All right, I have three awards in this category. Do it. I have, the, I have best writing. I have honorable mention, and I have reverse dishonorable mention. <laughs> okay. So. My best writing award is going to A Short Hike. I just really loved the, like, really casual text message or instant messenger way all the characters talked. Like, it felt, like, very real, very casual. And all the characters themselves were just so charming and delightful to meet. Like, it it, it was a very small world that you got just a little glimpse into, but it felt like everything had lives of its own, you know?
0: Specifically Uh, the the Fisher guy. Oh, yeah. Like, I love that whole section yeah. where he's like, your character's like, so what do, we, what do we do? Do we have to press a button? He's like, nope. nope. And that's it. He's <laughs> just like... You're doing it. Nope, we're just we're just sitting here. That's it.
1: You're, fish- you're fishing. It's you're tremendous. doing it. <laughs> uh, I managed to fall into the river the first time, and he had some pretty good comments for Claire about that, too.
2: <laughs> Man, next year we might uh, need to add best fishing minigame.
1: <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mention is the Talos Principle, in large part because it's the rare game that quotes a bunch of mythology and philosophy and actually understands what it means instead of just using it as shallow window dressing for a stupid plot, you know? Like, they clearly understood the philosophy and worked it into the game's actual motifs. It's not just, you know, and then Socrates said this. By the way, go kill the serpent boy. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And then my reverse dishonorable mention... So it's an honorable mention with a backhand, essentially. Goes to The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. Because it had so much better, thorough writing than Skyrim or, obviously, Starfield, that it makes me wonder what the hell happened at Bethesda. Like, the amount that the writing was leaps and bounds above Skyrim, which was the first Elder Scrolls game I played thoroughly, like, I couldn't understand how these were the same games. Yeah. And so I, the big the award goes to Morrowind at the expense of really just shitting on Skyrim, Starfield, and I haven't seen Oblivion yet. I have high hopes. I, have, I feel like it's going to be a midway point between the two yeah. in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, it is. I was going to say Oblivion is where you can see the the ideas that became what Skyrim is, but mm-hmm. you can still see the remnants of Morrowind in it as well. More so cool. than you can in the newer games. It, Oblivion is this nice sweet spot.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I still intend to go back into Morrowind. There's clearly a lot there for yeah. me.
2: Willie's turn to pick a category.
1: Let's just get the buddies together. If you got to have your best writing, you got to have the counterpart, which is the best story. So I'll go first, because I just want to echo something we just said a minute ago. I loved the way that dredge had a short small story that it told mainly through vibes and innuendo without telling you too much you piece together exactly what's going on on your yeah. own it doesn't overstay its, overplay its hand it doesn't overstay its welcome and yet it has a very big scope to it in a very small world and i just really loved that
2: i can feel that for sure so for me i enjoyed the story as i played through it and thought it was super great I really, really loved living vicariously through Dane and hearing about his further adventures into the second, third, fourth, however many playthroughs this game has to actually get to the end. Because I only did 2B's story. But 2B's story was fantastic. But the rest of it sounded freaking incredible from Dane's perspective. Like, I gotta give Best Story to Nier Automata.
1: yeah. That completely makes it... It it might have the most story.
2: Got more story than Starfield. (laughs) Uh,
1: What?
0: Best story for me. Gonna be a surprise to absolutely nobody for uh, how bad I was itching after the ending of the first game to see what happens in the second game and then to see that play out the way it did. And even though... Even though Nate saw it coming, there's something that happens in that game that made me go...
3: What the
1: fuck?
0: So I am giving it to Trails in the Sky, the second chapter.
1: I only wish I could ask you to elaborate on that, but unfortunately, I still haven't even listened to those episodes because I want yeah. to really experience it.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not giving away any more than yeah. Nate knows. I I'm do. I down. do. <laughs> All right. Four categories remain. I'm picking another little baby. Uh, which game did we play Did you find the most addictive For me I could not stop playing this game I mentioned this earlier When I met, announced it as my number 3 pick I did not want to stop I just kept playing I put more time into this than any other game this year No Man's Sky was super freaking addictive That game Amazing Count it yeah, uh, I'm going to piggyback
0: on that My most addictive is also No Man's Sky Because of the amount of hours That we all sank into it
1: it's an absolute buckets pick, and I, I wish I could make it three, but this game didn't get enough places for me to give it an award, and I really had to give it to it for this. I couldn't tell you why I got so into Middle-Earth Shadow You and Wardour, did. But I'll be damned if I didn't get really close to 100 You really of did. Like, I got sucked into it. Did yeah. all, all kinds of side quests. I did all the weapon uh, legend side quests. Like, I was loving that shit. It was so much more immersive and addictive. Yeah,
2: that's stuff. so wild, because for, for a game that I kind of felt, honestly, was kind of like worst batman in arkham asylum you really just fell hard into it and i was thrilled for that for you but i I just didn't have that same experience but i'm glad that you did
1: there was just a moment where it really caught on for me and suddenly i really cared about getting this guy's story done
0: yeah he's a likable character yes
1: mm-hmm. all
0: right um i have okay so now i have four left yeah. after that unless we've already done one and i forgot the to... Deleted. have we done no i think relaxing? i think
1: nate i think they might be referring to one that we have after the show okay or whatever. i don't All know right. just
2: pick your category Dalton. let's go
1: keep on yeah we'll keep on going if we have an extra category then that's weird but okay okay i'll, I'll come up with something
2: song of the year with vocals standing here um, i realize you're just like me trying to make history it has to be this way for metal gear rising revengeance that game that song like i have listened to that song more than i've listened to some songs from not video games because i love it so much i found so many covers of it on youtube of metal covers my like favorite youtube metal youtubers covering it like I absolutely adore that song and the fact that it's associated with Senator Armstrong and all that. There's just like so much for me to love. I I know I'm not even talking real words that make sense right now. That's how much I fucking love that song. <laughs>
1: See, my problem is I didn't get to the Senator Armstrong fight, so I don't have that association with that song. But I do have the associations when Rules of Nature first started playing, and my God, that is it for me. That is the most bombastic bangin' boss fight song I've heard in a long damn time.
0: Man, I love that y'all both picked some metal-ass songs. And had, had we uh, executed the plan that we had mm-hmm. for last year, Mm-hmm. Uh, this would have been a much fucking harder choice. It, it would have, yeah.
1: I, I know exactly where you're at because, yeah, it would have been harder for me too. The, I could think of. I, several, try, the best I tried of the best to possible.
2: do that game through the course of the year, and I'm only like a quarter of the way through it. though. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a long ass game. It's Persona
0: Five is a long ass game, but there are a lot yeah. of songs from that that I would. Yeah, choose. dude. Um, but uh, I'm gonna keep my answer simple and clean. Uh, and make it simple and clean from Kingdom Hearts. And it's funny because the only thing that I can remember from that song is the part where she's like, please, oh baby. And it's like, that's all I can remember right now for some reason. But I know that I love that song, and it always makes me smile when I hear it when I play through Kingdom Hearts. So I'm going to give it to simple and clean. Fair.
1: This was the category that going into this episode for months away, I knew this was going to be what we would (laughs) say. It had to be this way. <laughs>
2: the rules of nature are simple and clean. <laughs> All right, well, you got your pick.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and wrap the music categories up with the soundtrack of the year.
2: It still has to be this way. It's Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I don't have to say anything else about it.
1: That's a top three one for me as well, no question.
2: I also gave this to Metal Gear Rising.
1: This is going to be the weirdest one I have, I think. Just because you guys are going to be like, what? And then you're going to think about it like months later and be like, oh, he was right. <laughs> Terraria. It
2: does have a good soundtrack. I'll give you that. I don't it's remember just, a single it's, song from it.
1: It's so different. Yeah, it's very – it's not even ambient so much as like – it's not straightforward melodic, but it's atmospheric. It's really weird, but it's, it's really cool. Like, if you just listen to the soundtrack on YouTube, you'd be like, oh yeah, this song, I remember feeling this and playing that. And like, it's just, there's a lot, it's, it's very much vibes. It's
2: vibes for sure. All right. So that leaves,
1: I'm not trying to be (laughs) contrarian on this this (laughs) episode, I promise, but I've got, that felt like So that
2: that leaves one more little category before we do the game of the year. But we have one category after this one before Game of the Year. It'll make sense. Uh, the next category okay. is, which game did you think was the most fun?
0: Did we already do Most Relaxed? Yes, we did.
2: Yeah. We oh, okay. Did. So let me delete that. Okay.
0: So most fun. Okay. Um, I'm just going to like, I'll, I'll round this off. The most fun game was No Man's Sky to me. Like, playing okay. that with you guys and everything. Like, I'm going to hand them another fucking award. Here you go. Hope you got room in your arm. <laughs> like... Uh, it was just so much. It's so. It's just a blast playing with you guys. You know? Yeah. Um. I believe we had Jeff on for that episode, but I don't think we ever got to actually play with Jeff, which was a bummer. But, uh, you know, me and him, been playing that game since release. Yeah. So it's like, man, it's just and it's all of the countless hours, and again, all the shit that you can
2: do now. It's just, it's, it's a blast. Yeah. Right. So for me, similar similar story it's because of the multiplayer that i found this to be the most fun it's also going to terraria for me because i just had such a blast playing that with the boys
1: i did not give this one to a multiplayer game i would say the single most fun thing and this is almost another apology award this is you barely missed my top three and you deserve more than i gave you this year But when I was really cooking in Metal Gear Rising and getting the Zandatsu's on and shopping things up, and especially seeing the boss fatalities and stuff, you could not wipe the grin off my face. That is the most just pure fun I've had in a game in a long time.
2: Hell yeah, man. All right. And before we move in and tell you our game of the year, before that, I want to know the best game you played not for the show.
1: Well, I've got a weird one, because I technically played it for the show, but wasn't asked to. (laughs) But I really wanted to make sure I went into Duke Nukem Forever, giving it the most fair shake I could, including appreciating any references it made to the previous games and all that. So before we did it, for the first time ever, I played through all of Duke Nukem 3D Atomic Edition of the four episode version. Uh, And it's now one of my top five favorite FPS games of all time. I genuinely, really, truly loved it. It was a blast. And I played it on easy. Like, I still need to go back through and play it on every other difficulty level. It's, it's great. It's, it really is awesome. Hell yeah.
2: So for me, I played a few games not for the show. And it'd be really easy to give it to one of the big three Nintendo games. Well, not all of the Nintendo, but the ones I played on the Switch that really do stick with me. Like, I loved Tears of the Kingdom. I really enjoyed Mario Wonder. And I had a blast with Sonic Superstars. But one game that I played and I just really could not get enough of. And I 100% achievement of this on Steam because I had such a blast playing it. Played it with Willy some. I'm going to give this to Super Blood Hockey. I i adore oh, yeah. that game it's so much fun like i can't really go back to it too much now because i've kind of figured it out and i'm too good at it <laughs> i keep playing against the computer i'm <laughs> just being real on that but like the time i spent with it i have no regrets and i love that game
1: yeah, it was awesome dude Um, oh,
0: man best game i played not for this i had so let me actually lean into the microphone jesus um I have a bunch for this one, and it's hard to narrow them down. I got some shout-outs, though, and I know what my number one is. Um, But the first thing I want to say for this category was that I played and rolled credits for the uh, Cow Cow um, thing for it. But Dynasty Warriors 9, if you go on Steam and look at reviews for Dynasty Warriors 9, they're, like, mostly to overwhelmingly negative. (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: I don't get it. It's a fantastic fucking game. It's it's just as good as I remember it being when I played it on PS4. Um, it's just open world dynasty warriors, and people are like, "Well, yeah, but it's open and it's a bunch of empty shit." I'm like, "Dude, it's like China in 1600. What the fuck do you expect to see out there? Like, there's a lot of trees and some animals and stuff you can kill. Like, that's pretty much what was going on in those areas of wilderness China in 710. So it was around
1: 280."
0: Yeah, just fucking way back then. Dude, you know what I mean? So it's, it's it's a fun fucking game. There's a lot of characters. It was a good it's a good time. Um also shout out to Warriors Orochi 4 for having like 170 playable characters. That's pretty cool. But the give the best games that I played, not for the show. I could easily give this to Mountain Blade 2 Banner. Yeah, that's what I was expecting to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I could yeah. easily give this to Baldur's Gate 3.
1: Also surprising that that didn't come up yet.
0: I could easily Give it to WWE 2K23 and I could easily give it to Pro Wrestling Simulator. All for very, very valid reasons. But I'm going to give it to an indie game that I played. I'm going to give it to this this RPG that I decided to play by a little uh, development team called Spiderweb Software. And it was like, let me check this out. Because I watched the guy who runs that, Jeff Fogle, do some interviews and things on YouTube. And I really found him to be a charming guy. Um... Started playing the game, reminded me a lot of old school Baldur's Gate. Um, a little, so where, where it lacks in the visuals and like things going on department, it really makes up for in the writing. And things like that. The game's got a really good story to it. And the fact that there are a bunch of games in the series, and I can't wait to get to them all and check them out. Um, especially since they do the little remasters here and there. Uh, I'm giving this to Avernum, uh Escape from the Pit, nice. which is the remaster. Cool. So, quick little history. Avernum originally came out in the 90s. It was called Exile.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Exile, Escape from the Pit was, I believe, was the name of the game. Then they remastered it uh, like 10 years later and called it Avernum or Avernum. I don't know how they pronounce it. It doesn't matter. Uh, And then 2012 or 13 or so, or somewhere around in there, they remastered it again with Avernum Escape from the Pit and it's the most updated version of it. Um, And it's It's just man, it's really good. It's really good. It's kind of lost things over the years. Like Exile had more things in it. He's kind of streamlined it a little, but I'm hella enjoying it. And if anybody out there is like, oh yeah, you know, I like Baldur's Gate one and two and those style of uh, old computer term based RPGs, give it a shot. You know, they're only like twenty bucks on when they're not on sale. So I say check out Spider Web and they got all kinds of different games. But I particularly am going to give it to
2: Avernum. All right, sounds good, man. All right, so I guess that just leaves the big boy, the game of the year for
1: 2023. Uh, I'll,
2: you'll, I'll all start. Because right, I'm, I'm interested.
1: Because, yeah, you guys, I have a pretty good idea of what it's going to be, and I'm. Ruining a sweep for a very deserving game because I just really want to pimp out the game I still do think I enjoyed more than anything else. Like a game that immediately just jumped to my all-time favorite games of all time list. I said earlier that uh, Duke Nukem had become my fourth favorite fa- uh, first-person shooter of all time. I've got to give it to my new second favorite, which is Dusk.
2: Hell yeah, man. I knew that would be your choice. I knew- Once you started talking, I had it. Pegged, but until then I didn't. So, yeah, that's very valid for you, for sure, for sure.
1: Um, this game is now. I would rather play it than wow.
0: <laughs> I also don't think this is going to be a sweep.
2: Whether it, you would have picked that or not, I'm just saying. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I think I know what Dalton's is too. um Mine. It shouldn't be anybody surprised. I love this series. I've come to absolutely love the series and the characters involved in it. Um, this game was really close to becoming my favorite in the series, but just couldn't beat zero. It's Yakuza Kiwami 2. I don't think anybody's surprised by that. I avoided giving Yakuza too many awards this year because I knew that it was still going to be my favorite game that I played overall for the year. Um, but yeah, it goes to Kiwami 2 for me. So you think you know what my number
0: one is, huh? I believe I might. So, we played a game this year that I didn't expect to like as much as I did. But I went into it and I beat it. And then I beat it again. And then I beat its sequel. And then I played the game that came out before it. And then I went and bought the fourth game in the series. Because there was just something about roaming that desolate police station with all of these creatures Roaming around and the scares and the spooks and the having to deal with Mr. X and all of that shit. My game of the year wow. is Resident Evil 2 Remake because that game was fantastic and I did not expect... No, you really like it went as much hard, as I did, and You went so
2: hard on it.
0: I thoroughly enjoyed it like it took me from being somebody who was like yeah resident evil is cool to like no dude like i fucking love the resident evil series and i look forward to us playing more Me too. i will play through three again whenever it comes up for the show because i done beat three because of how much i like two you i ended up beating three before we ever recorded two yeah i remember that like, wow it was so good and uh yeah i couldn't help but give that number one like when i was trying to decide man what was the bet i couldn't that was the first thing that came to my brain and I couldn't get it to come out for anything else. So it was like, I got
2: to give it to that. Fair, dude. All right. What a year of games boys. So I what guess fair. that begs the question. What are some games you hope we get to play in 2024? I have a list of a few that I want to get to. Obviously the first one that on my list is I need to play Yakuza four. <laughs> it's going to happen this year. <laughs> I don't think anyone's arguing that um, True But other than that one of the ones that I really want to get to And will probably be a host pick if I can Time manage pretty well I want to play Red Dead Redemption 2
1: Oh Yeah baby Hell yeah, yeah. that's a cool one that, that has not even come up in the group chat about this before
0: I would yeah Red Dead 2 Fucking tremendous game
2: Um, I like it a lot yeah, I have a couple more, but I want to hear from you guys a little bit. Like, I think we can, yeah. Can we
1: All right, well, I think Dalton has the most. I only actually wrote three games down, but I want to uh, piggyback off what you said. I didn't write Yakuza 4 down this year. I wrote Yakuza 6 because I hope we get through enough of them, <laughs> them that we can finally get around to that one in Fuck it, we're going
2: to get a Like a Dragon this year. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, who knows? Oh,
0: man, you boys are being... Uh optimistic like, <laughs> uh, oh are we just giving out a few yeah. at a time okay so yeah, uh, I'll give three then because I, I do have quite a chunk here um, Star Ocean the second story R. Mm. Uh I just really want you guys to experience these visuals that I've been seeing when I load that game up it's just fucking tremendous and I know that, I, that yeah, I've been curious
1: been... about Star Ocean for forever like I think that started in like a Sega CD I, yeah
0: I know that the uh, the original Star Ocean came out for the Super Nintendo
1: Oh, okay, maybe it was... Um, but I mean, it, was it was Japanese battle. only. Ah. And you could play it with a I fan we translation. Got like a, I thought we got a Sega CD release, but I could be thinking of a sequel or a different game.
0: Yeah, are you thinking of a Fantasy Star, maybe?
1: No, I know I, I, I the difference between those two. Okay.
0: Um, so yeah, Star Ocean, the second story R, I think would be fun. Um, Harvestella, which is a RPG slash farming simulator type game for uh, that was made by Square Enix. Okay. Um, I've heard, I, from what I've played of it, it's fantastic. And then if you ask Brian in our, uh, community, I pointed him in that game's direction and he got way further in it than me and he loved it. Um, okay. so I would like to check that out for the show. And, uh, the other one to round out my list here before you guys give some more of yours, um, the Witcher three.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another big home run that I think, yeah. I, I feel like just jumping right into the three to, I think I played like the
2: first hour of three on Nelson keyboard. I'm looking forward to playing that with a controller full, full bore. (laughs) And I'm not afraid to throw you guys into that game
0: first, because that was my first experience with the series. And it was totally, it was totally fine. It was one of the best games I've ever played. So like the Witcher three is definitely up there.
1: Watch me do something idiotic. Like insist on reading all the books, before I play (laughs) the game, like what I did
0: with Duke Nukem Forever. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big boy. But it's, uh, it's definitely worth it,
2: for yeah. sure.
1: Well, even if we don't finish, I feel like we could definitely get enough yeah into it in two weeks to figure How out we feel. you know a yeah. good score. Right.
2: Yeah. So, I have a few more. Um, I'll, just, I'll do two more so we can roll back to me at the end a little bit, or however we're doing this, whatever. Um, Dane, I need you to pick this for me. Dane, you're going to be on this episode. Dane, which Devil May Cry game do I want to play this year?
1: <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, character actions back I, on the menu. I can't love love about it. It.
2: And then also Spider-Man
1: Miles Morales. Oh, nice. Yes, 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 yes. That's another good choice, my good sir. Good answers. Uh, well, good answer. I <laughs> only, I only have two. I only have two written down, and they're incredibly obvious because you guys know. Like this is kind of stupid shit I've been talking about all the time. Uh, we played Doom 2. You guys eventually allowed to play Ultimate Doom. Yeah. Like, right? Eventually you got to play Ultimate Doom. And also want to get around to uh, Duke Nukem 3D with you nice. guys as well. Because uh, Dalton ended up getting us that after... He got us the 20th anniversary edition, which has all five episodes, after uh, we did the Duke 4 episodes. So, looking forward to uh, having the boys see Duke when he was good. Maybe his <laughs>
0: best. Hail to the King. How many more do you have that you oh. wanted to touch, Dalton? Uh, I can just bust through some of them okay. real quick because uh, there's a few, and then I'll just leave the the two big ones cool. for the last. Uh, Trails in the third, yeah, like yep. we yep. that's that's a given. Um, sea of Stars, yep, yep, yep. I think that that yeah, would be a fantastic game. Um, Black Desert, yeah,
1: okay, yeah. I want you guys I've, I've, to I've,
0: see that game.
1: I feel like that's been one that's been always on your back burner, kind of like Ultimate Doom has been for me. Where it's like I always want to share it with the boys, but I got another one I want to do right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, code vein
1: okay similarly uh
0: give give nate his taste his first taste of the souls likes with the an- but in, with, with a very anime, anime character generator one, yeah. <laughs> um god of war yes
1: oh okay uh
0: serious sam any of the ones we haven't played
1: we've only played first and second encounter we got a lot more to go
0: yeah um mortal combat yeah probably 10 we'll start with 10 or so um and then i have two more but i'm gonna save those
2: yeah so native yeah to... the ones that i have left i have two more as well um kind of piggybacking off of willie i do pretty much want to play doom eternal this year
1: doom eternal okay yeah. that would also. yeah if, if i end up saying ultimate doom you're like what about eternal i'll probably say actually yeah. what about eternal
2: and then dalton you kind of mentioned me getting into my first souls right i have dark souls remastered on my list yeah all right awesome awesome i'm also cool with that i'm also cool with
1: i didn't say elden ring because i feel like we just missed the boat on that being the hot one but i've also heard that's a really good first souls like and it would be a great one to be the first one that i actually complete so you know consider that on my pile as well so we all have a souls like that we want to get through i think it's funny calling the first dark souls a souls like it's calling metroid a metroidvania
0: so in the vein of character
1: roguelike is rogue
0: in the vein of character action but it is an rpg technically uh, I would l- love to play this and have Mikolov on. Mm. E eight, mm. Lacrimosa ah, of Dice. Um, you
1: told us that the E series doesn't really require you; to it's not sequential. And you don't you can yeah. jump in wherever. Yeah, right?
0: they're they're okay. told the games are supposed to be like the tales of a great adventurer, which is eight all. So yeah. it's like in this you know in this season of Dragon yeah. Ball Z, like that gotcha. kind of that kind of nice. vibe. Um ease 8s just really good the music's really good i first played it on switch so i was that's
1: in, that's neon falcom right yeah so like i already trust the music's gonna be good
0: dude yeah Ease is up there with trails like it's yeah. it's so fucking good um and the gameplay is fun the characters are enjoyable it's it's a it's a very fun game the other one that i want to get to nexomonix yep i'm Ooh. down for that for sure okay
2: i really want to play that um
1: A lot of fire on our list, teams. Good good list.
2: We'll see if we actually play more than five of the games we mentioned tonight.
1: (laughs) Five would be a pretty good number. I would be happy with even five. Some good sounding games.
2: All right. That all sounds great. Y'all want to jump into our big bag of questions from our beautiful listeners?
1: Does anyone need a quick break before doing that? No, because
2: I want to keep rolling to get through this close to midnight as I can.
1: Okay. Go as quick as... Oh, in that case, just start i'm gonna i need to do it because okay, i've been go. started for like five minutes
0: so i will say i am so torn about my host pick that i need to choose relatively oh soon. yeah
2: <laughs> i'm like just bouncing it around in my oh, head we're we picking like, your host pick at the end that? of this episode aren't we oh snap yeah i didn't even think about that yeah
0: i'm uh between like three games but uh i'll, I'll figure it okay. out figure it out figure it out figure it out i did not i specifically did not choose like a big sprawling open world rpg thank you <laughs> You're welcome. um i am thinking about an rpg as one of them but again it's not a, he- a hefty one in any sense um but yeah i'm torn i'm torn i'm torn it's torn. <laughs> I'm specifically not picking one game Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be your host pick So I was like, I'll just let Nate do that
2: <laughs> Okay I'll choose something else Sounds good, man I don't even know what my next host pick is going to be I kind of forgotten where we are in the order of things <laughs> uh, I think it goes me, you, Willie um,
0: Me, you, Willie
2: Fan pick Okay And then it rolls through I think. All right. Well, I think we have it somewhere written down. We can look at it just to make sure. But all right. Let's roll into these questions. Our first one comes from the grumpy one himself Mr. Jeff. Now that another year of Steam Machine have passed, what sort of changes do you plan for yourselves? None. I'm perfect. Stop trying to make me change for you, Jeff. I mean, no, I'm hitting the gym more this year and just trying to be a badass at my job. Those are my only real. 2024 goals and just keep doing this podcast the best i can which is kind of mediocre but we're gonna keep doing it
1: that's <laughs> pretty similar to nate i just watch my wealth and my health you know try to get back on you know good income plans start you know taking care of myself a little bit better and you know mental physical you know I, I basically just exercise just keep on keeping my appointments you know
0: i uh i think i'm just gonna like never think about whether an episode is going to pull in listeners or not that's a good plan yeah like fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me fooled myself with starfield so like yeah i'm just like you know play what we want fuck it
1: but you would
2: have wanted to play starfield anyway so you can't be too mad about that you can be you can be too mad about how it turned out but not for picking it for the show
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I think it could have been worse if you got it, played it without us, started convincing yourself you liked it, wanted to share it with us, and then we <laughs> hated it.
2: Fair enough. All right, our next one comes in from Mister Puzzles Dane himself. How many Yakuza games do you think you'll play through in 2024? Realistically, I think I think it's going to be three. <laughs> Realistically it's going to be 2, but I have a feeling that we get through 5 we're going to want to get into 6. Like I would say 2, but I feel like once we play 5 it's going to be like champing at the bit to play 6 is really what I think is going to happen. Yeah.
1: The answer is almost definitely going to be 1 or 3. I don't think we we finish 5 and then don't roll into 6 very soon afterward.
0: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go right in the middle. I think we're going to play 2. <laughs> Okay. because i think that other things are going to pop up and it's going to get towards the yeah. end of the year and we're going to be like oh yeah. fuck
2: yakuza
1: 5 i will say but it did yeah, take us a
2: full great. year like, to get from yakuza kiwami to yakuza kiwami 2
1: but then we did yakuza yeah, 3 we are silly
2: <laughs> our next one comes in from jeff will we get borderlands 2 or red dead redemption 2 this year well as you just we just I heard the games so. that i hope to get to in 2024 I did put Borderlands 2 down, but I would really like to get that on the list as well. Especially if we can get... I don't think Jeff was on an episode in 2023. He needs to be on that for 2024. Yeah, he was. He was on No Man's Oh, you're right. I'm just dumb. Okay, yeah. But yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, Jeff, Nate didn't notice you. Yeah,
2: Senpai didn't notice you, Jeff. Ask better questions. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, but no, if we get to Borderlands 2, you're automatically invited to that one. (laughs) But RDR2, I really do want to play this year. Yeah, me too. Cool. Our next one is Dane. How many times will I con my way onto the show before being banned? I guess that depends
1: on... The answer, my friend, is blowing (laughs) out your ass. And
2: I guess that depends on how much of an asshole you decide to be to me about the Devil May Cry game we're going (laughs) to (laughs) play. Sure. Here you go, (laughs) Nate. Here's DMC.
0: Oh that that's the bad the bad one.
2: Oh <laughs> right.
1: The one no. Right, like. This next
2: one is from Adam. Is there a game that you thought is exactly your jam but just could not get into?
1: Mm, I started on a medieval shortly after I beat Dusk. It's kind of more like kind of like what if Heretic had kind of a modern remake and I i just realized that I don't find magic weapons as satisfying as, like, guns and first-person shooters. It's hard to tell how much a glowy orb is hurting people.
2: Yeah, mine is actually interesting, because that's the one I played first from the developer, and Willy really got into this game. Like, I I fell in love oh, yeah. with Valfaris, which was... Made by the same developer, but I could not really get into Slain Back from Hell as much. Whereas Willie beat that game, and I beat Valferris, so like I really thought Slain would be my jam, but I've really preferred Valferris.
1: Well, Slain was a much simpler game; it was basically walk forward and parry for the most part. Whereas Valferis is kind of contra, yeah. right? You got one day, or Dalton got my Nins guy. Next time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you're <laughs> <high>.
0: <laughs> Um, I mean, easy answer for me is Starfield. Yeah, yeah
1: oh
2: yeah that's I very just, valid meh. Yeah. alright this next one is from Jeff out of all the older games you've played for one for the show I mean which one deserves a more modern remaster give me Yakuza Kiwami 3
1: the only problem is now that we've just played Yakuza 3 it feels like it wouldn't be wanting to go right back into yeah, Kiwami I can
2: play it in like five years from now It's a good <laughs> idea though.
1: yeah that's for sure for sure it'll be worth getting to eventually um Did it say this year or just ever? No, ever. All the older it is. Um, I think it... Well, you guys played a game for the show that it, it was a really pretty game. In fact, I don't really have any problem with the game being old. I think it's not all even that old. It's only like so, like seven or ten years old or whatever. Uh, what I would really like is just if they released more content for it and maybe put a different character in the main spot. But I just wish that one of these days they would release some, really some kind of expansion for Hollow. <laughs> Silk Song is never coming out, Joe. I hate my
2: life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I, I'm not kidding the other day I was watching a show and they were talking about their plans for near soon episodes and it was five years old episode and they said and we got something planned for when Silk Song comes out soon sad Jesus
0: uh, this is an easy answer for me something that I've been harping on since the Final Fantasy 7 remakes came out
1: uh, oh yes of course
0: give me a more fleshed out Final Fantasy 8
1: yes absolutely like there's I'll so much more that. meat
0: on that bone in my opinion, compared to seven, but that's just me. Yeah. What do I know? I'm just a
2: small town bird lawyer. (laughs) All right. This next one's from Dane. What dumpster fire of a game do you intend to inflict on one or more of your co-hosts this year, just for poops and giggles? So I've thought about making this, my host pick multiple times. Um, and I know both of them are going to hate it and I'll probably still like it because I'm a simp for Sonic, but I've thought about making Sonic lost world. One of my picks for quite a while now. (laughs) I'm glad
1: you decided that wouldn't be your first Sonic game, at least. (laughs) I think that's the only reason you had us do Sonic Generations so we'd have a Sonic game we could say nice things about before you did that. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, It's actually not a dumpster fire. I think it's a good game. I think it just really pissed them off because it's a puzzle game that just. It's really weird and squirmy, and you don't really understand what you're doing for the most part. There's a game called Snakebird that I really think is cute and fun, and will absolutely grind your teeth.
0: <laughs> I, I just got that on Epic for free. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep.
1: that was a recent Epic, and that's what made me think about Snakebird again. I haven't thought about the game in several nice. years.
0: Um, I don't think I would actually do this to you guys, but I have interest in playing this game because I've heard it's really fucked up. And you guys know me and fucked up media. I'm like, well, let's see how fucked up this actually is. <laughs> it's a game called. I'm not,
1: I don't want to play postal for you.
0: No, we've already done postal too. I'm not going to put you guys to no. postal.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: There's a game called Saya no Uta. Ah. Uh, the Song yeah. of Saya. And it is a visual novel that deals with some fucked up shit. I don't know what, though. I've never really watched spoilers about it. I just know it's got some gruesome imagery and things. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that would be fun (laughs) to hear you guys.
1: I think you've suggested that game, and I've specifically said that I'm not sure about doing a main episode about it.
0: Oh, it would be 100% a Patreon-only episode. You would need to pay to listen to us talk about that game because there's some shit that I'm just not going to say for public consumption (laughs) uh, about things that happen in that game. So
1: you need to pay me to play it too
2: yeah that's... <laughs> all right our next
1: and that wasn't a suggestion for a bribe don't give us 20 dollars and say go play it because that is no, how they show we, works. we've heard
2: other shows do things like that and they stopped doing that very quickly <laughs> shout out to Tyler and dave play old games the E in a silent um our next question comes from dane follow up if you were to do an Oops! All Guest Hosts episode where you set up a trio of friends of the show to suffer on your behalf, what game would it be? Feel free to name which poor bastards you would punish. I'm sure I know at least one guy on that shit list. I already have my trio that I would... I'm not sure about the game off the top of my head, but I'm cutting my gump with one. But the three people that are the poor bastards are Dane, Jeff, and Mikhailov.
1: Yeah, that's that is definitely like the ideal trio, I think
0: those are also my three yeah that i would put yep. through um
1: adam we adam we like you too much miklov it's not that we don't like you it's that you're so nice that you're suffering with <laughs>
0: that's fair and i would
2: love to uh, hear those three talk about cyan <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what
2: you know what i'm I'll just gonna, gonna make them play dragon a game about a dragon
1: <laughs> yes i'm i'm gonna I'm taking this in a completely different direction. Uh, I'm going to need you guys to just. Uh, let's see, what would be the best. I want to need you guys to play I Want to Be the Guy for me.
2: I kind of want to play
1: that.
0: <laughs> what is that? I,
1: uh, It's basically. It, it controls kind of like Mega Man. It's a half joke game that's a really, really, really hard game that just kills you with hilariously stupid traps all the time. Like, if you've ever played like a Kaizo Mario hack or something, it's heavily inspired by those. It also has a lot of, like, funny little stupid Nintendo game jokes throughout.
2: Okay. All right.
1: Like, for instance, there's, like, a room where there's, like, the old man from Zelda, and there's a sword on the screen that says, like, you don't. it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. And if you jump into the sword, you just explode. And It says, you jumped into a sword, you <laughs> idiot.
2: That's tremendous. All right. All right. Did you finish Dalton? I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So our next question is from Jeff. Do you plan on any revisits from the Ryan time to allow Nate and Willie to play? I mean, we've done that. Like, that was Talos' principle, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we've talked about doing it for Psychonauts as well.
2: Yeah.
0: I uh, I also think now that we all got it free from Epic, I think The, the Outer Worlds would be fun to go back to. Yeah, I remember
1: back.
2: listening to the episode sure. on that one and thought it sounded that was a really good episode. fun.
1: Yeah, that was a very interesting. I love how you guys played that game in a completely different way from each other, and I feel like we'd all do different things, too. So. Yeah,
2: it's like Fallout
0: in space, but good. <laughs> yeah
1: oh take that star we are really giving it it deserves it you didn't even pick it as your worst game of the year
2: that's because tomb raider existed um so our next question
1: tomb raider made it personal (laughs) our next
2: question comes from jeff i asked this on yab squad so i'll ask you boys kevin smith once said there's nothing in the world better than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich do you agree with that statement no (laughs) <laughs> Not even close. I can name like 50 things better. But just here's one. Ice cream. Get out of here with your peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
1: Okay. I would honestly rather have peanut butter and honey or peanut butter and banana.
0: Counter. Peanut butter and jelly doesn't give me the shits. Well, that's a you thing. You like ice cream. <laughs> I do like ice cream, but I'm lactose intolerant, so it gives me the shits. Um, when I'm baked...
1: We don't care about your bigotry. That doesn't make you... Your
0: <laughs> when I'm like baked and I go into the kitchen... And I got some nice soft white bread. Wow! And I can throw some. <laughs> uh, well,
1: See, yeah. No, I'm not just lactose <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Hear me out.
0: You ever eaten? You ever eaten a fucking peanut butter and jelly on pumpernickel? No. No, you need it. You, you need it, it, it,
1: it to be on like Wonder Bread. It really is. It is slightly sweet.
0: It is a sandwich designed for white bread. Yeah, it's like yeah. Just slide so these. some. Pizza. I, I also love some peanut butter and honey. So, like, I will just clarify to a peanut butter sandwich with whatever you would like to put with the peanut butter and a nice cold glass of milk. I drink lactate. <laughs> That's just me. But, you know, oh, so you can do the lactate is. for the milk, but not the ice cream. Yeah, I can't find lactate ice cream around here for shit, dog. I live in the sticks of nowhere. <laughs> uh,
1: but I will go ahead and say you, you, I always said peanut butter products. So I'll just say it's not even my favorite peanut thing. Like, I'd rather eat pad thai mm-hmm. any day.
0: So put me on, I'll agree with Kevin Smith, Jeff. Yeah, I love a good peanut yeah, butter jelly.
1: I'm glad it brought up an actual <laughs> discussion. I thought that was going to be three easy no's, so I'm glad at least someone had a, a good a good appreciation. I'm not saying I don't like a peanut butter it's sandwich. It's
2: just not anywhere <laughs> the best thing the I could have. Uh, our next question comes from Master Luke. What's your perfect stay-at-home day?
1: Well, first I make a nice peanut butter jelly <laughs> sandwich. Yeah.
2: Honestly, man, <laughs> for a perfect stay-at-home day... Just it's just vegging out, like eating whatever yeah. I feel like, watching some TV and playing some video games, like doesn't need to be much bigger than that. That's good enough for me.
1: Yeah, that's that's honestly me. If it's specifically a stay-at-home day, that's like it's different from a vacation where you to yeah. do stuff. I wanna do night yeah. stuff.
0: Today I swear I'm not doing anything. <laughs>
2: It's going to pick up in the recording, but not on Discord. Did you do burp? <laughs> no, I did the whistle. Oh. Wow. Um.
1: You're, you're right, but Discord killed it. Nice.
2: All right, our next question from Jeff. What's a game you've played dozens of times, but still have not beaten?
1: That end guy of chess <laughs> is real hard.
2: Uh, I don't know that I have a really good answer for this, because usually if a game I like it that much that I play it that many times, I will have beaten it, so I don't think I have a real answer for this question, Jeff. I apologize.
1: I do, actually. You guys noticed that RetroArch was running overnight for me, right? It's because I'm trying to beat the NES version of Adventure Island for the first time. Hey. I've beaten Wonder Boy for the Sega Master System, which is basically the same game, but there's a jump that's really tricky towards the end that I can't seem to land hmm. on the NES version. And so I, just, I ran out of reflexes last night, paused the game, and went to bed.
0: <laughs> um, well, quickly, my perfect stay-at-home day involves a bag of Doritos, a good video <clears throat> game, and something good to watch, typically a documentary on YouTube or something. Um, that sounds good a game that I've played dozens of times and I still haven't beaten man I could choose a lot mm. uh, I'm gonna go with Oblivion though I have never rolled yeah. credits
2: on that I always yeah. just go explore never the world the same. oh yeah because you just beat freaking Final Fantasy 8 for the first time ever for the show like when you were doing recording with Riot oh, you dude. have trouble beating games you like that's
1: right you, you used to be a good old second disc Dalton yep
0: yeah. yes yes sir that's me yeah. Old 2-Disc-D. Two, two
2: all right.
1: 2-D. Yep. Next one from Jeff.
2: Out of all the pets you've been given in video games, which is your favorite? Pets, not mounts. And yes, that pet can be a companion. And I'm assuming I can't just say a Pokemon because that's too easy as well.
1: And many Pokemon are mounts.
2: Shouldn't mount your Pokemon. It's kind of illegal in some states.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Especially Jinx. It, I know it's
1: tempting. It, it's okay it's 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 more okay if it's a laparist <laughs> yes oh man that's like you, you can ride the panita but not the other way around
0: you can prick your finger don't finger your
2: finger <laughs> so, what's the other one you can pick your friends you can pick your nose don't pick your friends. No. um Man the pet. That's a hardwood Cause like how many games Do you actually get pets in I know like there's dog meat And things like that But
1: Um Hmm I remember getting weirdly Attached to the dog In the first harvest moon Actually For the Super Nintendo
2: My favorite pet Is Daisy From Doom
1: Was very tempted <laughs> To say that I, mean, I think if we play Doom Eternal We might get a little mm. more Of that too
2: Or Isabel From Doom Eternal Yeah <laughs> <laughs> It counts. Morgana. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Morgana's good. It's a
0: Morgana's a fucking cat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I think I would go ahead and count like Salem or Luna and Artemis as being pets essentially, even if they're more advisors than pets. Yeah. They're still cats. I feel that. All right. That's a hard
2: question, Jeff. <laughs> and
0: it, like when he said not a mount, I was like, damn, because I was gonna say Roach from The Witcher, because that's a Roach is a good horse. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, I was getting, I was thinking Epina really hard, too, which is a similar mm-hmm. the good horse.
0: Or Agro. But,
1: yeah. Agro from uh, Child the Classes. Mm-hmm. Red Hair from Dynasty Warriors. Yes. The
2: fastest Alright.
1: The fastest horse in all of China, dude.
2: All right. Next one is from Kana. You have an avatar-sized budget to adapt one video game into a movie. What game are you adapting? And I'm laughing, but I think this would be a hilarious movie. I want the big budget Among Us movie.
1: Oh, my God. I don't know what you even think that would look like. There's so many ways you could go. I know.
2: Dude, like, here's the thing. It could be anything from, like, a horror movie, which would be the worst option, or a clue-like comedy.
1: Yes. That's what I want. You got it. A clue-like
2: comedy from Among Us.
1: There hasn't been a movie like Clue in so long.
2: And that answer is definitely a little bit inspired by the fact that the last tadpog episode was about the Clue game for the SNES and they talked about the movie. But like just imagine (laughs) Clue Among Us. That'd be so freaking stupid and fun. Can
1: Tim Curry still
2: be in it? He's the imposter.
1: (laughs) You see, he's no, he is obviously the guy you think is the imposter.
2: Have you seen Tim Curry lately? Don't care. No. Okay.
1: It, just it could just be voices. Just it. curious. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think it'd be a lot of CGI because I'm having trouble imagining yeah. what those beans would look like up the
1: scale. If it was just dudes in spacesuits that were custom colored, but they still wear all the <laughs> stupid accessories, one <laughs> of them has a little dumb sticker on his face. Can I
2: request that one
0: of them? So I feel like one of them needs to be Jack Black.
1: Nice. I also yes.
0: feel like two of them would be really funny if it was The Rock and Kevin Hart <laughs> because. <laughs> Like just get the whole Jumanji crew back yeah. together. They're just doing Among Us. There crew. you go. <laughs>
3: um,
0: we
1: have accidentally pitched an unironically great movie completely. <laughs> ironically
0: Oh man, an Avatar-sized budget. That, that's, that's so a much lot money of to money. waste
1: that I. That's so much money to waste that I want to waste it as frivolously as possible. So I want to take that incredible CGI graphics budget and use it on the greatest graphics of all time. Let's get NetHack <laughs> on the stream, <screen>, baby. <laughs> Oh my God.
0: coming this summer did you like dungeons and dragons
1: you better have because you aren't gonna like this <laughs> did you rice. think it needed to be
0: more random <laughs> um man avatar size budget for a video game i'm like trying to think of something that's like deserving of it and i'm like i don't know
1: unironically um, a resident evil movie that was actually good would be cool
2: i mean i can see I something like a horizon Um, Zero Dawn or whatever, something like that, making a really good actual big budget budget. movie, but I'm sticking with Among Us. Give me give me an Avatar budget,
0: but do it as a long form series Mm -hmm. and give me live action trails in the sky. Oh hell yeah. That that whole arc. And then if it does good, hey, you know what? Oh, coming soon, Trails of Cold Steel. (laughs) There you go you could you could do it but like man just i feel like give it to the people who did game of thrones and hope they don't get bored by the last season yeah so that well
1: at least the actual game the plot is already written so they don't have to screw up this time yeah
0: that's true but it it just make it that political intrigue that 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 show had we wove throughout it it would would be really yeah
1: also I, mean, I, I give a kind of ironic jokey answer I don't want in full avatar budget but if you gave me about a Sin City budget I've never even played the game but I bet you could get a film out yeah. of Max Payne
0: 100, 100% Max Payne would be so, I think they did a Max Payne movie but I think it was like Uwe Bowl or somebody like that
1: the, the fact that I haven't heard of it means it probably doesn't count it probably was like Uva Bowl or some straight yeah. video nonsense alright
2: next one from Adam have you ever had a gaming dry spell what pulled you back Yeah, I barely played any video games throughout the entirety of my college career. Um, After I graduated, I had more time to not hang out with people all the time. So I grabbed a Wii, and I've been playing video games since then.
1: I honestly don't (laughs) think so. Like, I always at least have, like, Doom installed on my computer. So, you know, there's always a good chance I'll fire up something.
0: Uh, I had kind of fallen off for a long time where I would only kind of play, like, you know skyrim or fallout or something like that And i really wasn't delving into other games and everything and then i was dating this girl and i went over to her house and uh, her roommate was playing this really flashy looking game and i was like oh okay this is this looks like final fantasy but super duper anime dude what is this game oh man it's persona 5 oh okay flash forward like six months later me and that girl break up i'm like looking on the playstation <laughs> store what's on sale persona 5 Oh, I'll check that out. Downloaded it. You all know the story from there. Hell yeah. Sucked me right back in. I'm back in the JRPG mode. And yeah, I know? will say
2: like JRPGs in particular, like Dragon Quest Eleven, pulled me back into those. Fucking phenomenal yeah. game.
1: Yeah, I want to say the Switch really did a lot because it also helped you bridge the gap of indie games you've missed yeah. over the last few days. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Years. Switch was perfect for me and then I got this PC and everything changed. <laughs> Next question is from Adam's son.
1: It's such a silly question. And Adam's son
2: wants to know: Is Joe Biden good?
1: Well, good at you know, everyone has some good things and bad things about him. I bet he is pretty bad at soccer, <laughs> for instance. Sometimes a little above below average at going downstairs.
2: <laughs> he was much better than the alternative that we were given at the time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. complicated. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, he's, he's trying he's, his best.
2: He's, mi- he's, he's mid. He's mid. Yeah, he's a mid-president. <laughs> he's he's mid, <laughs> but better yeah, than the last. He's like, he was a good vice president. I liked him as a vice president. I didn't need him to be president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That,
1: that's, that's All hard. right. I also don't remember how old your son is, so I, I really dumbed it down. <laughs> <him throughout>. Sorry. <laughs>
2: All right. Our next question <laughs> comes in from Team Retro. Why in the world did I give Starfield a 9 can I recant my rating and give it a six instead? Dude, uh, I want
1: to. I think we have changed our ratings retroactively on a couple of games, but you have to actually be on the episode to do it, so you'll have to wait till the next time you're on, <laughs> or it doesn't count.
0: I, <laughs> dude, the other night when we were in uh, voice chat in the Discord, uh, which we'll plug the Discord here in a bit, come join. Actually, I'll plug it right now, bit.ly slash P Discord, all capital letters, come join in on the fun. Um... He was talking about. Man, I can't believe I gave that game that such a high rating because it's like, man, I've gotten so bored with it. There's nothing, and he just like spent like ten minutes just shitting <laughs> all over it, and I just, I just, just laughing because I'm like, bro, you gave it a nine.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah,
0: it was funny. It was a good time.
1: Uh, what you needed to do is speed run it and start <laughs> out with <laughs> it.
0: I was gonna say, uh, if you want to retroactively change it to a six, you're gonna need to do a few things. You're going to need to come on the show and state it. You're going to need to give 10 raise, hail, praise, dale. And you're going to need to contact Brian and ask him to go back and change your fucking school. <laughs> oh, right. So the, those are the three
2: things you need to accomplish to make that happen. So. Yeah. And a little, you know, a little money under the table wouldn't hurt anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, A Benjamin for each of them. <laughs> oh, no, he's a teacher. I can't do that to him. Our next question comes in. You're right. A Washington for yeah, each we of
1: We all slip him a couple of pencils under the table. <laughs>
2: we owe him. Next one's also from.
1: Here's a spiral-bound notebook.
2: <laughs> Next one's also from Team Retro. If you had a Steam Deck, a hammer in the morning. No wait, sorry. If you had a Steam Deck, what would be the one game you would constantly play on it? I would be probably constantly playing Ultimate Fishing Simulator and Persona Five. Honestly.
1: I feel like if I was playing it, like not dot or. You know portable or handheld or whatever i would probably get back into vampire mm-hmm. survivors so i just kind of stopped playing that day, game one day never went back and now i don't know what i was doing
0: i already played this game enough but if i could just lay in bed and play it on a little screen it would be dangerous the amount of time i'd probably put into it wrestling empire
1: yeah that matt yeah, Dickey that,
0: game it, i bet I it wrote we like just butter on that yep. yeah
1: um, I'm pretty sure Matt Dickey got a wrestling game running on the OUYA. Yeah, I'm sure the Steam Deck will be fine.
0: <laughs> and also, um, probably something like Ultimate Fishing Simulator or you know, something that I would, could just like sink a lot of time into. Like uh, uh, I almost said Terraria, but that's not what I'm trying to think of. Stardew Valley or something like that.
1: Mm. Oh, that's a good one,
2: too. All right. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. Next one. I might play Dredge again. Uh, Next one comes in from Team Retro as well, and he asks, "Do I look like Dave the Diver?" I don't
0: actually Google it real
2: quick. Um, The only thing I see that's really similar is the facial hair. You have a better physique, which I'm sure is probably what you're asking, and you have much bigger eyes. Yeah,
0: Dave the Diver is a heftier man than you. and yeah, you have a, you have a way sweeter teeth. Yeah.
1: But he, he he look he's he's got a really winning grin. You'd be a whole lot prettier.
2: <laughs> you sure do have a pretty uh, big...
1: Oh, my phone's going okay. on low power. We only phone. have a no. few more
2: questions, so just hang with it. Um, from Jeff, as someone who's never played a Monster Hunter, which game should I start with, or I just wait for the new game? No idea. Never played one. Wink. So,
1: I'm like most of the people I've heard of that started with it, started with World and enjoyed it well enough.
2: I say
0: pick up World and play it when we play it. Yeah. We're going to end up yeah. having to play it. <laughs> it's winning, It looks winning very likely. At the moment. Uh, that's the one poll
2: I didn't change yeah. today. I was like, I'll still leave that one up for a while. Yeah. But, uh, All right. Yeah, I'd say World. Yeah. Next one from Team Retrogue. Of all the games I played with you guys, Morrowind, Starfield, Ori, and Terraria, which one was the most fun to you? I think I know the answer, but I want to hear it. I mean, if you listen to the rest of this episode, you know I'm saying Terraria, my guy.
1: Yeah, I'd say the order is pretty straightforward. Terraria over Morrowind over Ori, over Starfield.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Morrowind for
0: the only Mm -hmm. fact that I really enjoyed being on mic with you and helping you try to (laughs) mod. And then like seeing you load into the game, and you just had these really weird pink artifacts all throughout your sky and stuff, and we just couldn't figure out what the <laughs> fuck was going on. It was tremendous.
2: I loved it.
1: Ah, uh, that is classic. But you guys classic know me and modding experience.
2: stuff. so it's yeah. Like... yeah. As long as it's not um, Fallout 3, it goes well.
1: <laughs> and I know you like to tinker with your load order and have fun getting all your mods to play nice. So.
0: Dude, I was so satisfied when I finally got Fallout 3 to work for y'all. Like, that was, like, shooting some hardcore drugs straight into the vein. It's like, oh, it's running for you? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: The worst part was it wasn't even really anything the fault of what you were doing. It was Steam themselves that screwed it up. Yeah.
0: Steam fucked it up. Steam somehow fucked up the GOG version. Like, that was, that was the, the...
1: That's the worst part, yeah. We had to fully get rid of the Steam version.
2: All right. And because I'm having trouble, for some reason, copying this over to this chat go look in TSMP show questions real quick fellas Um, Connor wants to know perfect stick or perfect rock which one are you taking I know the meme yeah that stick stick looks badass the rock's cool man but the stick that's just choice
1: my instinct answer is always going to be perfect stick, but I do have to say that is a dang fine rock, and it's it a very satisfying rock.
0: I, I, but
1: it's still it's still stick, and if it didn't have a picture, I would have said stick as well, but the picture made it worth thinking about for a little bit.
0: <laughs> I, I do love a nice, smooth, pretty rock. but Oh, yeah.
1: It's a wonderful rock.
0: I love more finding a good walking stick or a mm-hmm. stick that's shaped like a gun or yep. a sword, because mm-hmm. then you're just yep. having yep. fun with it.
1: <laughs> those are the those are the three main food groups. Yep. of perfect sticks to me. Yeah. You got your gun stick, your sword stick, and your yep. walking yep. stick.
2: All right, and that
1: actually there's also the magic oh. wand. I do enjoy when you find like a little magic wand. I have to make it. Yeah, that wraps up the have question. Have
2: Dalton has a very difficult choice to make.
1: Oh yeah, we haven't even talked about where he was leaning. Had to be.
0: I'm leaning between like two or three games, and it's like. I, man, so there's one we haven't done that kind of game yet. Mm -hmm. Um, There's another one that we've kind of done a game like that. I don't think it's RPG enough to be what you were asking me not to throw it. Okay. Okay. I,
1: I like where this is headed. This seems good.
0: But I was thoroughly entertained enough by the first game. That I really, really think that you guys will enjoy it, and it's not one that you got to sink a ton of time into to get the point across. So if you don't feel like beating it or anything, do not feel like you need to. Aha! Uh-huh. But I'm going to install it now. We should play Nexomon <laughs> Extinction. I love it. All
1: right, excellent.
0: I think that's I kinda hope
1: that was where you're going. It sounded like you were thinking about this a lot today.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll spoil it for you. I was going between that and Wrestling Empire. Uh, okay. And, me, I, and Metal Gear Solid 2. But I'm like, I just I don't feel like playing Metal Gear 2 right now, so I'm like, uh, but
2: that's just one that's been on my mind. But
0: yeah, Nexamon Extinction. I think that we're gonna have a good Sounds time.
2: like a plan to me, man. Uh
0: and just remember when you come across the little elephant Nexamon,
2: I don't care what they say his name is, his name yeah. is Doofer. Dooper. I will say, <laughs> Do- I probably will not beat this because it is 25 hours, but I will definitely play it and enjoy it. No, yeah, you you don't okay. have to. Like it's it's just like get the vibe of it compared
0: to what you know about yeah. Pokemon and stuff, and that'll kind of be the the gist. Sounds of the good, day. man. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds like a real fun one. All right, let me uh, pull up the the house cleaning stuff real quick, and then we can get on out of here. Yep. All right. If you would be so kind as to go and leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify, that means the world helps us out with the algorithm. If you want to join the Discord, which is where all the cool stuff happens to the point that I don't even plug our social medias anymore, it is bit.ly/slash TSMP Discord, all capital letters. That'll get you a link into the show or into the Discord and it'll give you an invite. You can join, come. And vote on the polls. There are some new polls up. Let's run through those very quickly. Scoot this over here. And scroll up. We got the fan pick game poll that's going. And like I said, the winner of that right now is uh, Mega Dimension Neptunia Victory 2. Um, but winning the poll that is available to vote on right now is Monster Hunter World. Uh, followed closely by Jet Set Radio and Dragon's Dogma. No love for Shadow Blade Reload. No love for Septerocore. As per usual when they come on to <laughs> those. So I'm going to have to just pay, pick those games someday. The short game poll, yep. there is a new one up. The last winner is Sega Bass Fishing, so we will be playing that at some point. Uh, your choices for the short game poll, see no evil, a blind legend. Just It made me laugh that those were the first two that popped <laughs> up. Just both things with blind That's and not seeing funny. nothing. Uh, Arcana Heart 3, Love Max, the waifu fighter. Uh, Brook which I think is a point and click game, and... Quiver Dick's Terrible Tale for Terrible Parents to Read to Their Equally Terrible Children, which I believe is a little RPG game. It's not that Please change your
2: vote from that. That That looks terrible. Don't vote for that. (laughs)
1: That that one is currently leading in the poll, and I would just like to invite everyone that picked it because they thought it might be a whimsical little lemony Snicket type thing to at least go watch the trailer on Steam and see how incredibly not funny it looks. Because, oh my
0: god, it's cringe. It's, It's pretty cringe. If I had to vote for any of these personally, I'm going Arcana Heart. Okay. Um, just because it's fun. I mean, it's just a, it's a bunch. Of, it's a girl fighter, but it's a, it's yeah. a fun game.
1: Oh, I'm good for a fighter.
0: Um, and then the retro poll, the last winner, Super Noah's R3D, mm-hmm. and uh, currently the new poll that is up. Uh, the two choices from Nate were Blades of Steel for, for mm-hmm. the NES and Mario Kart 64 for the N64. The two choices from Willie were Legend of the River King uh, for the Game Boy Color and Mario Golf Advance Tour for the Game Boy Advance. My choices were Ultimate Muscle for the GameCube and Mortal Kombat Special Forces for the PlayStation 1. Um, what is
1: Special Forces again?
0: It is the uh, beat-em-up game where you play as Jax.
1: Alright, so it's like the only one in there that isn't technically a sports game of some kind.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it's the, it's <laughs> the purely Merica game. It's not very good. <laughs> but I had it as a kid, so it's like, hey, you know what? Fuck it, I'll throw it on there. Plus, I know that uh, right, right. Nate likes Jax. <laughs> <Yep>. Jax rules. <laughs> Jax <Jack's> is cool. <laughs> And it's literally a single player game we play as Jax. So, uh, but yeah, uh, right now winning that is Legend of the River King, which does not surprise me. Um, so, yeah, uh, do that. Uh, if you want to check out the website, which is up to date, thank you to Dane, uh, bit.ly slash the Steam Machine Podcast. Just capitalize that phonetically. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon and help me keep the lights on, that would mean the world to me. Uh, and you want to support the show, patreon.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. A dollar or more. Uh, a month gets you the episodes early ad free and you get our little bonus stuff in the beginning but not on this episode just because this is a very long one so you just get this one early and ad free um and then if you donate ten dollars or more you get all of that plus your name read on each and every single episode like these wonderful wonderful people Nate Sir cogsworth the seventh of juniper jeff the originally spendable mr syllables old jeffy lube Arisa Adams, shout-out to his podcast, Revival and Extinction. James, the Steam Machine. Hall Monitor Hall, Team Retro, go check him out on YouTube. Mr. Puzzles, Dane himself, and Chad, the Mad Lad. No goddamn C in his last name, Shaver. If you like the music for the show, uh, nowthenightmare.bandcamp.com. You want a shirt? TSNPProductions.threadless.com. Shout-out to Yazpod, yet another BS podcast. Shout-out to the JRPG Report. Your bi-weekly... JRPG show with me and Mikelov. Yay. Give us a five star review. Do it. Please. And next time, we'll see you in two weeks to talk about some Nexamon Extinction. Boys, is there anything else you would like nope. to bring up? Got
1: to okay. catch them all, dude. Nexamon.
0: Nexamon. Nexamon are the <laughs>
1: champions.
0: On that note, for the Destructo Bros, my name is Dalton. We hope you enjoyed the Steamy Awards this year. We'll catch you again for them next year. And uh, I look forward to I look forward to everything that we get to this year man 2024 is going to be yeah. a good year It's going to be a good Hell year
3: yeah.
0: And as always everybody take it easy